97.3. Accra. There can be no other 97.3. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 Everything you put your hand go walk your name go open doors you said go be a boss. Amen. Amen. Everything you put your hand go up. Your name go open doors. You said go be a boss. Amen. Amen. Every hustler gets in day. Where the hustle go come to pay. Your own inaugural This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. God said go do it. Go cover bone. Amen. Amen. If you believe it, say amen. If you believe it, say amen. If you believe it, say amen. 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 Everything you put your hand go on. Your name go open doors. You self go be a boss. Amen. Oh, you said go drive that Benzo. 
this life goes to make sense. Oh, amen. 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 Your children gonna make you proud. Oh, bad people no go pull you down. No, amen. one day you go run this down. No, amen. 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 You self go spend money. Make people call you a me. You self go host the party. Everything you put your hands will work. <laughs> your name go open doors. Timmy Dakolo welcoming us to the City Breakfast Show. It's uh, Wednesday the 24th. So it's not no, 24 minutes past 6. It's Wednesday the 26th. And this is for all the struggling businesses, for all the hustling housewives. It is a very difficult time for many people. So this song is meant to tell you that you you have your role to play. Yeah, what you put your hands to do, you will do your part, and the Lord will do His part. So this morning, uh, business sense is a funny thing. I saw a poster <laughs> on our wall at the, the TV station, and it's there are about ten of them. And the topic is stay positive. But I thought it was quite interesting. It says six plus three equals nine, but so does five plus four. The way you do things isn't always the only way to do them. Respect other people's way of thinking. I'm going to read this again. 6 plus 3 equals 9. But so does 5 plus 4. Now, the way you do things isn't always the only way to do them. So, respect other people's way of thinking. So, whether you're a 6 plus 3 guy or a 5 plus 4 person, the key point is that we are all looking for 9s. Now, that's good for team dynamics because a lot of people want to insist on their way or the highway. Now, that's not great for team building. Now, so long as we're getting nine, and of course, so long as five plus four isn't an evil way, you must have give room to vacillate between those who prefer the six plus three route and those who prefer the five plus four route. And that's Business Sense brought to you by ADB, the People's Bank, ADB, Truly Agric and More, offering you a variety of personal loans, including top-up loans at greatly reduced rates with longer tenors of up to six years and offer open to non-customers as well. Call 0302-210-210 for further inquiries. ADB, Truly Agric and More. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Ghana 
Classic from the great rap software. By the way, what's happening to his ten million dollar? No, it was happening to our ten million dollar. <laughs> we'll have to find out how Charlie, we need that money to organize some things in this economy, pal. Don't lose God. Well, starting 24th of July, buy fuel or lubricants from any total energy station and win free prizes. A special prize always the highest buyer on total energy's card from each region. Promo is valid while stocks last terms and conditions apply. Total energies energizing your future. Make sure you use the the Oyarefa branch of Fidelity if you live in and around that place. It's at the Usu Ansa Junction, Oyarefa. Near Adenta. So if you live in Aimensa, you live in Oyibi, Dodoa, you live in all those areas. Fidelity Bank, Ghana's largest privately owned bank, has opened a brand new branch at Oyarefa. Looking forward to serving you. Six thirty-one. The city breakfast was My name is Bernard Avle. I'm here with Nathan Kwa, Richard Alaska. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hola. Good morning. Uh, so, I, I, I don't even want to make it sound like I'm trying to fish for stories, but there's another one that's happened yesterday. Three students of Wa Technical Institute arrested for attacking headmaster. And this is uh, and this is a, a second cycle. If you, I mean, um, well, let me read it. Three students from the Wa Technical Institute in the Wa Municipality in Upper West Region were, have been apprehended by the police for allegedly attacking their housemaster. It occurred Tuesday, 25th yesterday came to light after the school authorities filed a complaint regarding the vicious assault on the teacher. The housemaster sustained severe injuries and was rushed to the Wa Municipal Hospital for urgent medical treatment. The attack reportedly took place at House 2 Block 
of the Water Technical Institute while the housemaster Ishmael Musa Froko was on routine monitoring. One student was arrested for assaulting the housemaster while two others were apprehended for assaulting a student who intervened to rescue the assaulted teacher. Can you imagine that? These the housemaster, the headmaster of Water Institute assured parents that the situation was under control and that the safety of the awards at the school was a priority. There should be punishment. But they've been detained by the police to aid in ongoing investigation. And the other story, yesterday we called for it and the AG has moved swiftly. He has directed the Central Regional Police mm -hmm. to investigate Addis Adel College assault mm -hmm. and that he wants to arraign the suspect by Friday if their findings show that he needs to be arraigned. So he's not joking at all on the matter. And I, and I think we need, to, we need to commend the, the Attorney General because the video has captured national attention and... Um, Child rights is also asking that the student who was assaulted, who has been punished by the school, they think that it doesn't make sense, as you said, and they think the school should do something about it because the claim that he didn't report and therefore he should be punished, I mean, hasn't sat well at all. So quite a number of things have happened. <coughs> AG has also indicated that he's going to issue advice on this Adapa scandal as the police forward docket. So a lot is happening within the legal space, and I think that that's a good place <laughs> so to start. So the police have washed their hands clean of the matter? No. So let me just read it for you if you want. Attorney General Goffredami is, in the coming days, expected to issue an advice on mm -hmm. the Sidada scandal. This is because the Ghana Police Service has forwarded the docket of the case to him following a case of stealing reported. So this is basically on the stealing side of things. Yeah, but this is ordinarily theft, theft, theft. It's not something that you normally would invite the age's opinion on like that. Uh, of course, we do know that, okay. you know, in very serious matters, the AG would make, you know, like, give its opinion. Okay, let me read the The statement. police prosecute for and on behalf yeah, I know, of maybe, maybe because it's assumed national attention uh, and also because, of, of the person you know, there are claims that the original uh, figures in the complaint may not be what is... Whatever. Let me just read the police statement. Press release, 25th July, signed by Grace Azzacrofi. Police submit case docket on investigation. And I need to clarify that this is not what the OSP is looking into. OSP is looking into the, the money is found. Money. Yes, yeah. so that's a different issue. But I think it's important to just explain. So, police submit case docket on investigation into a case of stealing reported by Mr. Daniel Seku for an honorable Sisladapa to the office of the AG. So, just two paragraphs. Following a case of stealing reported to the police by the two names I mentioned, the police initiated investigations into the case, mm -hmm. arrested some suspects, recovered some of the stolen items, and arraigned the suspects before court. Mm -hmm. Two, police have since forwarded the docket. So we don't know whether that since is whether since they did that or <laughs> since we started talking about it. But there's a since forwarded the docket to the office of the attorney general and the minister of justice for review and advice. Full stop. Let's get into the other details. We don't have time. Uh, Godfrey, um, I said Godfrey. Uh, Nathan. <laughs> well, if you go to the Daily Graphic, mm -hmm. they say death penalty scrapped. All right. So that's their biggest story. Other stories: AG to prosecute that disadvantaged student. Mm. Accra hosts Africa Women Children Conference on the second of August, mm. and as a consequence of. Um, Cecilia Dapa's resignation. President mm. appoints sanitation minister to others. Frida, That's, Frida all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all on, on the front page of the Daily Graphic. On the back page, Northern Region benefits from free medical care and manhunt for Kumasi mm. Boku bus attackers. Great. The Ghanaian Times says this morning, Ghana loses 26 million Ghana cities in two years through electronic money issuers. Also, President makes three new appointments. 
Uh, the Saddle College housemaster interdicted. Uh, it's also on the front page. And court directs Charles Bissu to file written statements. Okay, Daily Guide, they also have the Frida Prempe story. She's going to the uh, sanitation ministry. Parliament repeals death penalty. Kufo told me I'll go far. That's doc, Dr. Baumia speaking. And Supreme Court throws out Quaison again. Plus, mm. Nigerian gets 10 years for cocaine. Hmm. The Daily Guy's print this morning is very, very fine. Yes, like, yes it's the, really the clean. Yeah, that's really clean. clean. Yes. The Chronicle says this morning, 114,000 US dollars, euros, pounds, stolen from lawyer's trunk mm. at her airport residential home. So it's like, it's the day or the week of all How much? What's the money again? 114,000 US dollars. And the hotels? Then euros. Without pounds. Mention. Yeah, that's right. Stolen from a lawyer's amounts. Yes. Right. Also, mm. Nigerian jailed 10 years for trafficking cocaine through yeah. Kotoka International Airport. Yeah. And Frida know, I, 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 I didn't know that people still do those things. So. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I thought that <laughs> those things just was in the 80s and the 90s. Oh. It's a whole economy. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> in 2023. Oh, man, Charlie. Charlie. If, 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 if stop those things. Well, there's a moving, moving consignment. I thought they stopped, crowd. They are still doing it. Now, cool season three. Freda Prepper replaces Cecilia Dapa and Oforiata MPs in current meeting on mid year budget. Okay, the Herald's take on the Cecilia Dapa saga is OSP to break silence on finding. From and they write this Cecilia Dapper's house, mm. but deny spending five hours counting more cash. Mm-hmm. Other stories: mm-hmm. a, a, a Kufuado replaces ex-sanitation minister in what the Herald has described as a meaningless reshuffle. Mm. Their words, not mm. mine. And Samir Wuku says NLA defraying 16 million CD lottery debt. Plus, okay. Judicial Council others accused of harassing Domahini mm-hmm. for pleading for Jachi Kwesin. Okay. Let me take you to the Ghanaian publisher. Cabinet approves teaching hospital for Sunyai. Mm-hmm. Council the photograph of the Minister for Health. Uh, also on the front page, the story about Frida Pempe replacing the uh, resigned minister for <coughs> sanitation and water resources. Uh, also this morning, we have new fecal treatment plant commissioned in the Western region. Mm-hmm. NDC Islam Judicial Council over Domahine and MPP warns recalcitrant aspirants. All right. Okay, the new publisher has a lot of the stories we know of Frida Prempe is here. Those are stories that they have that are unique to them. Eslawusu supports 3,470 Ablikuma West BC candidates. Retired cops, MPs, probed leaked IGP tape. Mm. Martin Amidu says voice is his former client. That's what he is saying. Let me take you to the finder. Police submit docket to AG Mm. as OSP expands scope of investigations. Mm Parliament repeals the death penalty. Comes with a photograph of smiling uh, Francis Xavier Sosu, who is a member of Parliament for Medina, the man who championed this thing through Parliament. Convener of Individual Bondholders Forum, uh, Hosi, has resigned. Also makes the front page. Top police officials 
uh, investigators visit Adesado College as assault investigations begin. Mm -hmm. Some other stories, including anti-corruption measures not yielding results, according to one Dr. Ankara. Okay, if you go to the Daily Analyst, they also have a lot of the stories that are trending. The most unique one to them mm -hmm. is a Kufuado Kufor Mahama Storm Pentacles Convention Center mm -hmm. for National Development Conference today. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. Let me take you to the ABC News. NPP mm -hmm. Gang of Nine. Wow. Bernard, this story never goes away. All right. To select who faces Baumia in November for primary elections. So I think I'm around two already. Yeah, it looks like, it, it, you know, basically feeding of what had been said earlier ah, that okay. there may have been some alliance to okay. take out Baumia. Mm. Um, also on the front page, the story about the uh, the saddle uh, matter, yeah. an editorial that says that MPP primary elections, presidential aspirants must tell delegates their vision, mm -hmm. but not destroy their party. Wonderful stuff. All right, the public press has... Uh, a lot of the running Jachi Kwesin bounced again, they uh -huh. say. Mm -hmm. And then the unique stories front page comments mm -hmm. hats off to you, officer. Okay, looks like they are giving uh, an officer, officer some uh, props Pro there. Yep. Other stories two females electrocuted Ooh. at Trifu Ediabing, that's in the central region. We'll get into that. Mm -hmm. And Ochihing speaks the, s the current systems in Ghana are not working. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go online, if you permit me. I did a couple of stories already on City Newsroom for you. Mm -hmm. The story about the three students of Watek Institute. Now, there are a couple more stories that I just wanted to add quickly. Um, this one is saying that army worms infest over 100 hectares of maize farms in Nabdam. Mm. Right? And then uh, we're told that... Um, we are not happy with Supreme Court's decision on Kwesin, but we'll accept it. This is Amaliba. And then drivers resume services to the Kumasi Boku bus terminal after attack on VIP bus. Mm. So that's a story as well. I just wanted to highlight for you. And then if you go to my join online, the number of interesting stories there. There's a question. There's a sp where is the Akufado that led the Kumiprekudemu? Yaonsaku is asking. This is from a speech he gave yesterday with a very classic photo of uh, Tazan, Akufuado and some of the leaders of the Kumipreko demonstration many, many years ago. Other stories making the rounds on that website. Kwesiminti MPP delegates unite in prayer for Baumia and they tip him for victory. And then there's a feature from the BBC, Godwin MFLS downfall. How Nigeria's bank boss ended up in court. Now, the, this, the, 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 the Nigerian central bank boss is being charged with illegally owning a shotgun and hundreds of cartridges. And this is a very interesting charge for a man who a few months ago was managing monetary policy for Africa's largest economy. And then Dr. Charles Nyaba says, abandoning 1v1D will be disastrous for Ghana. You know 1v1D? Yeah. One village, one dam. So he says, this is the peasant farmers. But did it ever work? I'm not sure it did, but he th I think he thinks the idea is good and that the, the, it should be implemented. I see. So he's saying the country is already experiencing uh, food inflation and so on and so forth. So <laughs> the one village, one dam should not be abandoned. Okay. But I'm sure he believes it should be better managed. Okay. It was an, an interview he was granted. Uh, Ghana's scrapping of the, the, the law on death penalties, making it in international news. Well, yeah, Bloomberg right. is talking about Ghana to scrap death penalty as lawmakers change 63-year-old law. So it's generating some interest in that space. Mm -hmm. The BBC is also talking about deadly Mediterranean wildfires killing more than 40 people. Wow. For more than 40 people. 
so rest in peace. Yeah, and then let's get into the details of the story. Okay. I think the death penalty story is big. Just give us some highlights there. Okay, yes. Quickly. It's, it's on the front page of the Daily Graphic, and yeah. it says Parliament has passed the Criminal Offences Amendment Bill into law, mm. and it has abolished the death penalty from the statute books. Mm-hmm. Now, all of that is now uh, waiting for the president to. Yep. You know, assent and mm-hmm. then it will become a full-blown law. It was a private members' bill initiated by the NDC MP for Medina, Francis Savi uh, Susu, mm-hmm. and the overarching objective mm-hmm. was to reform the criminal justice system to meet the needs of an emerging society and add Ghana to the League of Nations that had moved away mm. from the death penalty. Now, the good thing about this is not just the fact that those who believe that the penalty should be scrapped have been scrapped. I think the fact that it was a private members' bill and the fact that there was bipartisan support for it is really good. And I think that the the uh, the allowance for private members' bills is a very important thing that has happened in our parliament. Mm. We need to commend the former speaker for pushing that. And then also immediately after that, mm-hmm. uh, decision was made following passage of the bill. Mr. Alexander Kwame Nafenyo marking mm-hmm. uh, the deputy majority leader MP for Efutu in his address to parliamentary press corps mm-hmm. described the passage of the bill as a day of victory for Ghanaians. Mm-hmm. And there's a quote here that says that today... The Parliament of Ghana has made the country proud. Mm-hmm. It has signed on to uh, that which has become an international human rights position. We have had the death penalty in our statute books mm-hmm. for well over 50 years. It's actually over 60 years. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's been a concern in Parliament after deliberations and through a member of Parliament championed this private member's bill. Uh, let me say, though, that the death penalty will remain on our books for treason and like that so if you go and you attempt to overthrow the republic uh-huh. or the government or but an arm so, of the government so it was scrapped for for murder yeah that's a murder piracy smuggling of gold or uh, diamond attempted pass, murder attempted but murder. for treason treason yeah treason, so treason it didn't go they put you away uh, oh, so it was they did it by, because that's because, an entrenched provision yeah in the constitutional provision so All if right. you want to amend it then you have All to right. go to the now leaked tip there's a committee that has been put in place atacha is on that committee he spoke to eyewitnesses yesterday he mm-hmm. says persons involved must own up or face serious perjury consequences mr atacha was telling eyewitnesses host omar Sanda yesterday uh, who's the chairman of the committee probing the leak tip and the chair the committee has six mps and one technical expert and the committee has been given the mandate by the speaker to listen to the tapes to make sure that there's nothing there that compromises the security of the nation okay, that's but, uh, talking about security and mm. how we protect our borders mm-hmm. there's a story on page 11 which i drew your attention to much earlier nigerian jail 10 years for trafficking page 11 of of the ghanaian finder all right the finder, not right. the, ghanaian finder. Mm. the story says a nigerian national based in brazil mm. and next najiba Ukechuku mm. has been sentenced to 10 years imprisonment by an Accra High Court, High Court, Accra, mm-hmm. for possession and attempted smuggling of cocaine into Ghana. Now, the cocaine weighing some wearing six, okay, let me look at the figure properly, is 16,568.83 grams, was intercepted by officials of the Narcotics Control Commission at the Kozuka International Airport. Now, he was sentenced to a minimum of 10 years in hard labor and charged with a fine of 10,000 penalty units, of which he will serve three additional years in default of paying the fine. All right, a few right. more stories. Yes, if you go to, <clears throat> sorry, page three of the Daily Guide, the updates, so the, the fallout from the Cecilia Dapa saga. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought we could do some criminal. You wanted to do yeah, more criminal. More, yeah, because there's okay. a story. If, on, if that's the yeah. case, let's let's go to the back page of 
the Daily Graphic. And the police is on a manhunt for the Kumasi Boko bus attackers. Bernard, you gave another angle to that story. Now, the police have launched a manhunt for some unknown gunman who shot into a Kumasi Boku-bound bus at Wale Wale mm. in the northeast region last Friday, killing one and injuring many others. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the bus which was involved in the attack strangely caught fire in front of the Wale Wale police station where it was parked for investigation and safety. The attack is believed to be in connection with the ongoing chieftaincy-related mm. conflict in mm. the Boku enclave. Right. Let me take you to the Chronicle, Bernard. The story um, that is making the headline says 114,000 uh, U.S. dollars, euros, pounds stolen from lawyer's trunk. Mm. Uh, the story is by Benis Bessé, the very uh, journalist that broke the Cecilia Dafa <laughs> uh, story everybody's talking about. And it's on page three and says that eight people have been arrested and put before um, a circuit court in Accra over an alleged robbery of 114,000 U.S. dollars. Uh, then also there is 800 pounds and then also there is uh, 50,000 Ghana CDs and then 3,000 euros from a lawyer's trunk inside a closet at her premier place home inside mm. the airport residential area here in Accra. Now, the lawyer's name is given as Hamida Nuhu, and she was allegedly robbed at gunpoint uh, of another 2,000 Ghana cities and then 800 US dollars in an unspecified um, quantity of jewelries. Now, one of the accused persons, Rich Monteta, alias Metiti, uh, who is the fourth accused, was arrested while he was displaying his booty at a sport. Now, the other accused persons are given as Mauli Helechi, a.k.a. Mosquito, who is the first accused. There's also David uh, Kokvina, who is the second accused. Joseph Ni Amu Ofe, alias Gaza, uh, a.k.a. Hero, who is the third accused. Malik Al-Hassan, alias Goliath. Uh, who is um, the fifth accused, Dennis Edu Ninson, alias Nami. Why do they all have uh, Elias. aliases and all of that? Mm. Mustafa Mumuni, mm-hmm. alias Taboy, who is the seventh mm-hmm. accused, <coughs> and Zuberu Mustafa, alias One Corner, okay. who is the eighth accused. <laughs> Let's give updates on the running stories, the couple of stories. So Daily Guide is talking about the replacement. Herald mm-hmm. is talking about mm-hmm. the OSP's work and whether they will tell us what they found. Yes. And then there's also a strange, okay, I won't say strange, but it's also a related story where the Greta has issued a statement asking MP for Ningo Pramaram Samuel George to retract a statement he made That's that real estate business in Ghana is money laundering. He was speaking on Saturday in relation to the Silabarapa issue. And uh, they basically said that a sentence has been drawn to a broadcast on Joy FM on Saturday and appearing in mainstream electronic and print media in which one uh, in which the honorable MP for Ningo Pram Pram uh, Samuel George made an unfortunate and defamatory statement to wit real estate business in Ghana is money laundering we the association of real estate developers take umbrage is that a red at this comment or umbrage we wish to inform Samuel George that we work closely with Yoko FIC um, as well as parallel state agencies in our work as implementers of the anti-money laundering law as amended we continue to engage and collaborate with them by way of numerous workshops and seminars for greater members to build our capacity etc etc et and they're basically asking him to immediately uh, retract in an unqualified manner otherwise they would advise themselves and they, they should do this within a seven day period and they are serving him notice and notice is hereby being served that they reserve their right to seek legal redress should he 
not retract his unfortunate comment and apologize to the association. <laughs> so he, he said real estate business in Ghana. He didn't say Greta, but Greta says that to the extent that they are the association of real estate people, they are impugned by his comments. You so, see, globally, mm -hmm. globally, real estate, you know, the industry, some people, mm -hmm. some people use the industry for money laundering purposes. Yeah. So maybe I've not heard the honorable members um, comment. Yeah, statement. Now, so if he had qualified it with some, that would have no, been. The, what the quote here is uh -huh. that real estate business in Ghana is money laundering. Uh, it's too sweeping, but yeah. I don't think. Uh, well, well, we need to listen to the yeah. full tape uh -huh. and then we can make that decision. Yeah. But still, in relation to follow out, uh, fallout from the Sisiadapa issue, mm -hmm. the OSP went there, and there's a story that's circulating which I don't think has been proved. Where they are what? claiming that it, it took five hours of counting money. Yes. You know, and I'm not sure the how they came to that. <laughs> now the Herald is now reporting that so, the says the OSP will, will break OSP to break silence on findings from Cecilia Dapper's house. The story says that after the OSP's visit, it will you know bring out whatever it is it found there, mm -hmm. and it says the, its source at the office of the OSP says, "quote He will inform the public." when he is ready now the office also described as false claims mm -hmm. some pictures in circulation you know saying that it did not come from the office now one of the pictures showed a wardrobe full of dollar bills boxes of jewelry among others and the osp saying that none of those images are true did they also react to the so-called five hours that's that cannot be true uh, yes <laughs> right. it that also says that it did not spend but there was another story that claimed that something significant had been found was that from the osp these are sources that have been quoted as having found so Scott, why don't, why, see, found because of the delicate nature of this thing i think the osp should be updating people because if you listen to the way all the stories have been put out it sort of colors what they are doing somebody says they are counting money for five hours somebody's showing wardrobe full of money somebody says something signal has been found yeah. i think based on what the herald that, is saying that we reported yeah, but, but, but my I, point I, is that I, the osp needs to be more systematic in reporting what it does Otherwise, the story will go out of their hands and it will lead to more speculation. Yeah, but there's also the need for them to keep a tight lead on what is going on. It is a fluid investigation. Yeah, but, but what do they mean by something they significant? Something, yes, something significant. What, what is that? That, that's, I mean, it's so, some, you have been told that something significant has happened. <laughs> it's like you are giving us so, the so, uh, If you want to go and investigate, that, that, fine. You are investigating specific things that we all know mm -hmm. then you say you found something significant. it's a quote what is significant no, it's a quote so you as a journalist no. you work with that or you no. go and investigate further but you you verify something significant can be misconstrued uh, uh, so you we have to be more circumspect in putting that out uh, uh, what, is, what is something significant it could be a document it could be it could be some yeah, but, but that's my point uh, our, our job is not to let create stories that can leave things in doubt so if you say something significant has been found OSP must tell us more is this not is it you see I'm saying that no I disagree with what you're saying because when you say something significant it is subject to a lot of interpretation so the journalist should go and look into it OSP should not come and put everywhere OSP should not be telling us that something significant has been found what is the meaning of that has they say sources has the OSP come out that's even worse <laughs> for you, I don't even know what's wrong with you. <laughs> they issued a statement that they were interviewing the woman. Uh -huh. All right. So once you say you've interviewed the woman, if you have gone to search the house and you have something to report, report it. But don't be, you know, it can be something. That's why we are seeing all these twists and denials and things. So I'm saying that own the process and be clear uh -huh. so that all these speculations don't happen. Full stop. I don't see how this is a problem. Anyway, if you go to page three mm. of the publisher, mm. before all of this popped up, the yes. biggest story was the leaked tape yes. concerning the IGP. Yep. 
Um, the story saying that um, Martin Amidu, who's the former special prosecutor, mm-hmm. um, has said a recent audio recording suspected to be a leak tape which captured, which captured conversations on how to sack the IGP was authentic and not fake and that he personally knows and recognizes the owners of the voices on the tape mm. where it was recorded why it was recorded so maybe the committee can invite him i have a story which is a follow-up on another running video so apart from the Addis Adel video mm. there's another video of a school where there's rain students are under a shed and floodwaters are terrifying the students some of whom are even shouting they're afraid they'll die now this happened in a kintampo north so City News has followed up on this, and the Kintapo North MP has been talking about the the reason for the flooding. Now the MP is called Joseph Kwamikuma. He says the poor state of roads in the Kintampo North, in the Kintampo Township, caused the flooding that disrupted teaching and learning at the seven-day basic school. Sky, you should see that video. Really, really troubling. Horrible. His remarks were in response to the flooding at the Kintampo SDA basic school uh, in Bono East. A viral video of flooding in the school raised concerns about how efficient teaching and learning could progress as students were left stranded because they were summoned, surrounded by floodwaters which passed through their classrooms. This particular flooding is because the Kintampo Township roads have not been fixed. The only motorable and enviable road we have is the Kintampo Tamale Highway. Mm-hmm. The next one we have is the Municipal Assembly Road, which was done during President Kufo's era after a former MCE called Razak lobbied for it. Mr. Kuma told Eyewitness News. Okay. Then fall army worms are causing havoc in over 100 hectares. Guys, 100 hectares of maize farms in Nabdam, mm. Upper East Region. Okay. Rashid oh. Dimoro, Nabdam District Director of Agri, says there was a need for regular supplies of pesticides to control the spread of the army worms and encourage farmers to ensure that the worms were killed. Again, we don't know if farmers have not been given these supplies because of you remember the story about mm. uh, some uh, containers being stuck at the port. We yeah. don't know whether government's program of pesticides is still even ongoing. So we urge the minister for agri to take serious view to the Nabdam story. Okay. Because that's part of our maize supply basket okay but so. brief, briefly before we go mm-hmm. i've seen that a number of newspapers mm-hmm. have published mm-hmm. the photographs of uh, the the boy or the suspect in the choke holding this of, other case. yeah that's right yeah that in, in their the, front pages in their in their publications in their and uh, yes in in if you look at section three of the the juvenile justice act mm. that is an offense mm. And people who are doing that can be arrested and prosecuted. But do we know if they are juveniles, though? Most likely, from the checks that I did after mm. our show yesterday. So they are, they are not that up they to are, 18. Yeah, All right, thank you, Sky. That was the newspaper review. Coming up next is the City Business News, brought to you by MTN and Goyle. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. City Business News brought to you by MTN. MTN Business is here again with SME Month this July. Come, let's enable your business with data and connectivity solutions, mobile solutions, digital solutions, and more. Simply uh, come to the Rolling Spark on the 28th for our SME Fair in Accra, which is the climax. Watch out for exciting activities, including promos, quizzes, training sessions, and more our social media handles call 0244-308-111 to get more information Nila Tilate is here with the news good morning Nee. good morning Bernard hello to you out there welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and powered by our most comprehensive business news website City businessnews.com let's start with Cocoa Board and its debt exchange because 
Despite criticisms of its mismanagement and inefficiencies, the Ghana Cocoa Board has justified the restructuring of Cocoa Bill Holdings as part of government's second round of domestic debt exchange. The government has announced that the about 8 billion CDs Cocoa Bills are to be converted to new bonds with a 13% year-on-year maturity yield from 2024 to 2028. Cocoa Board has thus extended an invitation to holders of its short-term debt securities to exchange that for longer-term debt securities. But in the wake of concerns raised over this exchange, Cocoa Board insists this is the only way out. Here is Head of Public Affairs at Cocoa Board, Fifi Boafo, speaking on Face to Face on CCTV. We are not targeting the banks. We've been working with the banks over the years. And every relationship, at one point in time, things don't go as you plan them and when they do happen there's the need for you to find means of rearranging such that you are able to keep the relationship and then move on um over the years um coco board has gone for the syndication as a major means of financing the cocoa sector however we also use different means of also raising revenue for the management of the cocoa industry and one of them is the raising of the cocoa bills what happened was um we went in for the cocoa bills and the rate was around 15%. So yes, we are, we're able to manage it. And then in a situation where we're unable to pay at the point, we roll over these cocoa bills. However, with the general economic situation in the country, uh, finding itself in the situation we are in, 7.9 billion asking cocoa board to cough it up immediately is a challenge. Fifi Boafo is head of public affairs at Cocoa Board. Meanwhile, the Bank of Ghana remains confident that government series of debt restructuring will reduce the country's rise in public debt stock. Already, there are plans for a second round of debt exchange involving dollar-denominated bonds and cocoa bills after the first round of DDP in 2022. Remember, Ghana's public debt rose to 569.3 billion Ghana CDs as of April 2023, representing a 134.7 billion Ghana CDs increase since January 2023. In dollar terms, the total debt stock stood at 52 billion US dollars, which is 71.1% of GDP. But the central bank hopes that restoration of the country's capacity to service its debt through debt exchange is on course. Dr. Ernest Addison is governor of the Bank of Ghana. Yes, I mean, uh, this is the problem that we have had. The issue of debt sustainability that we had in 2022, and therefore the exchange rate impact, the sensitivity of the debt to the exchange rate was very high, right? So that's one of the things that the debt restructuring will try to correct. So that hopefully by the time the discussions are concluded on the external debt side, both from the bilateral uh, partners and the bondholders, our external debt would be reduced. And therefore, that sensitivity to our exchange rate will, in a sense, reduce. And hopefully, we'll see to the end of that sensitivity when the external negotiations are completed. That's Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. N.S. Addison. Now, in the lead-up to the government's mid-year budget review, tax analyst Francis Timoboy has advocated for a comprehensive strategy 
to combat the mountain plastic menace that poses a grave threat to Ghana's environment. He emphasizes that a holistic approach, including the imposition of levies on plastic products, is essential to mitigate the harmful effects of plastic usage and protect the nation's natural resources. Speaking in an interview with City Business News, Francis Timoboy stressed the urgent need to take proactive measures against the adverse environmental impact caused by plastics. Good. So my view is that if you consider the effect of plastic on the environment, clearly it is time that we take some measures, a holistic approach to tackle the plastic menace. And so if government decides to levy plastic products in an attempt to discourage its use, I wouldn't see that one as a bad idea. So in, in an attempt to solve the plastic menace on our environment, government could also be raising revenue. You realize that plastic is now the sole packaging material we have in Ghana. And fishermen are crying that, look, it, it's really affecting the sea, the environment. So it is an avenue that I think that government should consider raising revenue through the plastic uh, product levy. And in, in so doing, we may be, you know, curing a major future pandemic because of the, the devastating effect on, of, of plastic on the environment. You had tax analyst Francis Tumoboy. The World Bank has underscored the need for government to review its untargeted subsidies across general economic transactions as the country makes efforts in its revenue mobilization drive. The World Bank, amongst other things, explains that surpluses recovered from restructured subsidies could be diversified towards climate financing. Here is Managing Director of Operations at World Bank, Anna Jedi. We're all looking for finance for climate, and uh, actually the finance is not missing. It's just sort of hidden in these subsidies. So, But subsidy reform is really important. It's not that easy, but the recommendation would actually be to identify where the subsidies are and to start a path of, of reducing the subsidies commensurate with adjustments that need to take place to make sure you do it in a responsible manner. You don't want to reduce all the subsidies and have adverse impacts on jobs, for example. So you need to just make sure you do the subsidy reform on the back of some pretty comprehensive economic and social analysis to see what is the responsible way of eliminating subsidies. But definitely, it's much better better to uh, protect those that need protection than to have generalized subsidies as a, as a rule of thumb. And there is money by eliminating subsidies to channel into climate action. Managing Director of Operations at World Bank, Anna Jedi, speaking there. On to the interbank foreign exchange markets now where banks trade amongst themselves. The dollar stayed at 11 CDs, the British pound remained unchanged and selling at 14 CDs, 1 peso. The euro also stayed at 12 CDs and 2 pesos. However, as some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 11 CDs, 70 pesos, while the British pound is selling at 15 CDs, 20 pesos. The euro could be sold to you at 12 CDs, 85 pesos. Now, the Ghana Investment and Promotion Centre, GIPC, has reaffirmed its commitment to create an enabling environment for the growth of the private sector. According to the Investment Centre, the private sector remains a pivot in the transformation of the economy. Speaking at the launch of the 20th edition of the Ghana Club 100 and the Ghana Investment Trade Week here in Accra, the chief executive officer of GIPC, Yofi Grant, said it is time to leverage on industrial expertise to empower the private sector. 20 years in the lifetime of a private enterprise in Ghana can sometimes be like a lifetime. It's because 
since Ghana as a country started venturing into business, it's always been a challenge for the private sector. And many times they've had to strive to survive. And in fact, globally, it is said that for every 100 companies that are set up, only 10 survive. And so for many of you who are here today and many who have participated in the Ghana Club 100, their clear presence is a testament to the real grit and focus they've had on keeping their businesses going. Because these are the companies that really truly drive the economy. And as we all know, the growth in any economy is usually provided by the private sector. They are the ones who invest money. They are the ones who create businesses. They are the ones who employ people. And they are the ones that are very clear in the directions in which they want to go. That's Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, Yofi Grant. The Ghana Club 100 is a forum for corporate Ghana to interact with government at high levels. Let's now join Gillian Ham of Data Bank for part one of the topic, Five Steps to Creating Your Investment Plan. A well-thought-out investment plan is crucial in helping you reach your financial milestones, such as buying your first home or being ready for retirement. It can also help prepare you for the normal ups and downs of the market and take advantage of opportunities as they arise. Today, we will discuss the first two of five steps to creating your plan. Number one, set specific and realistic goals. For example, instead of saying you want enough money to retire comfortably by age 60, your specific goal may be to have 500,000 CDs set aside for retirement. If you have multiple goals, divide them into short and long term. This will help you choose the right investment products to meet your goals. Number two, calculate how much money you need to save each month. If you need 500,000 by the time you're 60, how much will you need to contribute each month towards your retirement fund? Decide if that's a realistic amount for you to set aside. If not, you may need to adjust your goal. That was Gillian Ham of Data Bank with part one of the topic, five steps to creating your investment plan. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and Powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Nilati Lati. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. 13 minutes past seven. Still on the City Breakfast Show here on 97.3 CFM. Shell has introduced to our market the Helix HX320W50. It is the right multi-grade motor oil that meets the needs of commercial vehicles that run on petrol engines. Contains additives that protect your engine and make it work better. Comes in uh, three different sizes. The drum, which is 209 liters. There's also the 5 liter and the 1 liter. You need a reliable motor oil that helps keep your engine feeling younger and stronger. Shell Helix designed for ultimate engine performance. And Le Shell is also proud to be associated with Kick Off with easy access to track your funds. We offer flexible deposit products for 91 day, 182 day, and 365 days. Open a fixed deposit account with Le Shell Go today. Call 057-770-7700. Le Shell let's improve life.
So because Ronaldo and Co are messing up Saudi Arabia, Messi also wants to do something in the US. Yeah, Pichichi has the details of that matter. Pichichi. Well, El Bernardo, yes. well, it's, it's, it's a good time for Messi fans like myself. Yeah. He's doing well. He's doing well. That's but he's, like. he's feeling lonely. Yeah, really? Charlie, everything's in Saudi. <laughs> well, stay can stay with me. Evan Superchuman. So for the latest sports stories that Ghana and the rest of the world is talking about on kickoff this morning, the Ghana Football Association have objected to Kinfaisal's request at the Court of Arbitration for Sports to suspend their relegation from the Ghana Premier League until the case is settled. Also, Lionel Messi scored two goals in his second match for Inter Miami in the League's Cup. Messi driving forward over to Robert Taylor. Taylor cutting it back. Martinez Lionel Messi just cannot stop scoring in America. And Manchester United, as, uh, they have lost their first preseason match this uh, season as they were beaten 3-1 by Wrexham this morning, also in the USA. All this and the latest transfer stories, plus updates from the Women's World Cup here on kickoff on City 97.3 FM. All right, let's get into the stories now, shall we? And the Ghana Football Association have um, objected to Ken Faisal's request at the Court of Arbitration for Sports to suspend the relegation from the Ghana Premier League until the case is settled. The Kumasi-based club, who finished 17th last season, is seeking redress after the GFA's appeals committee dismissed their protest against Tamale City for fielding an ineligible player, that's Isaac Mensah, who was also registered under the name Kojo Jirenisi. So one player with two, name, uh, two names there, and he was involved in their league game at Ali Mahama Stadium on the 6th of May, 2023. Now, in the uh, defense statement to CAS, GFA believes that Ken Faisal has not showed enough evidence to prove that they will face severe and irreversible damage if relegated. Moreover, the GFA wants uh, the Court of Arbitration, uh, CAS, as you say, to proceed with a speedy hearing to decide the case on its actual merit. So that's the latest there from the case involving the GFA and Ken Faisal ongoing at the Court of Arbitration for Sports there. Away from that now, and the former Black Star Alliance head coach, Parkwesi Fabian, has expressed concern over the inadequacy of the Ghana football scouting system well in uh, the newly appointed trainer for legon cities he lamented that a lot of football talent in in ghana are being wasted as a direct consequences of this predicament well in an interview with city sports uh, coach fabian emphasized the vital importance of an improved scouting system and its alignment with the ghana football philosophy in the process of nurturing talents I've said time and again that when it comes to talents, Ghana abounds in a lot of talent. But like, uh, like, we, like in other companies or other jurisdictions uh, where waste is the, the thing, that's what uh, you are wasting a lot of talent in Ghana because our scouting system is not, not strong enough. But I believe that if we are able to uh, put our scouting system in place very well, we can unearth uh, these talents and then with this kind of uh, with this new philosophy, we'll be able to move the country forward and reach the levels that we all we all we all free to reach all right so that's parkway for being the former 
Black Starlet head coach now with Legon Cities, and uh, he'll be unveiled as Legon Cities um, manager or head coach next week. Now, let's see some other stories on the local scene. And head of uh, the former head of uh, legal affairs for Kumasi Asante Kotoko, Samuel Safuduku, believes that on the outgoing CEO of the club, Nanayo Ampon, says tenure cannot be tagged as a failure following backlash from some sections of the fans. His comments comes on the back of 242 the second's decision to dissolve the board and management after the end of their three-year mandate. Well, speaking to City Sports, uh, Safuduku called for proper introspection to be done by the club's life patron and believes uh, that uh, much could be done if handed another time. Yes, I, I, I'm saying that before we can make a definite conclusion, we would have to analyze the terms of reference Basically, what he was able to achieve. But on the surface of it, if you look at the performance of the uh, team and the financial issues that are coming up and the divisions which are uh, all into the resolution of the board, I would say that he did not perform up to people's expectations because before he came, the expectations were so high uh, because of Kotoko so well. But at least he has done his part. Others are saying that uh, it would have, it, it would have performed better if we were to be given another chance. But hey, the issues were such that Osman uh, thought otherwise. So I won't say he's a failure. I would say that he did not perform to people's expectations. All right, so that's the former head of legal affairs for Kotoko, Samuel Safuduku, speaking to City Sports on uh, Kotoko's uh, outgoing CEO, Nanaya Ponsen's tenure at the club. Now, Ghana's rep. In this year's CAF Champions League, Media Mass Sporting Club will face Remo Stars of Nigeria in the prelim round of the competition. The Yellow and Moves will host the Nigerian uh, League Runners Up in the first leg on the weekend of 18th to 20th of August at the Cape Coast Stadium before travelling to Nigeria for the second leg a week later. The winner will face Guinean Giant Toroya in the second round. And also in the CAF Confederations Cup, Dreams FC, the MTNFA Cup champions, they will play against Milo FC of uh, Guinea. In the prelim round there, the winner of that tie faced AS Duanes of Niger in the second round. Now, the general manager of Enswatreman FC, Eric Alagidede, has appealed to the club's supporters to temper their expectations regarding the team's performance under their new coach, Maxwell Konedu. Well, we know Konedu has landed a two-year contract to lead the Enswatre base club. And despite Eric Alagidede's advice, he has reassured the supporters that the club remains committed in its goal of retaining the Ghana Premier League sport. Maxwell is a huge name. I mean, I mean, he's a huge name in Ghanaian coaching. Uh, having gone through the ranks at Red Bull Soccer Academy, gone on to coach at Wow All Stars, has gone to coach at Kumasi Asante Kotoko, a former player himself, a former attacker, Kumasi Asante Kotoko, an Olympian, the 1992 Barcelona Games. So he has loads of experience under his belt. So clearly, I mean, the expectations are going to be high. But what we are telling the fans is to lower their expectations because it's a new team. New Gaffa is coming in. It's going to take some time to settle. We are now going to do pre-season and all that. So uh, the expectations must be lowered. But what we can assure them is the fact that at the end of the season, they can be rest assured that their team will still remain in the Ghana Premier League. Okay, so that's the general manager for Instagram FC, Eric Alagidede, speaking to City Sports there. Now, Sports Minister Mustafa Yusuf is expected today to provide updates on Ghana's preparations for hosting the 13th Africa Games. The minister's press briefing, which will be held at the Ministry of Information Press Centre, is also to address sports and youth development. City Sports will bring you... 
um, key statements from the event in our subsequent bulletins. Now, let's go to the USA now. And fans of Messi, listen to this. You know, Messi scored two goals and added an assist in a magical performance in the second match for Inter Miami, beating Atlanta, uh, Atlanta United 4-0 in the League Cup. The match was Messi's first start as he increased his goal tally at, for his new club to three against the seventh-placed Eastern Conference MLS team. Now, DJ Khalid, Didi, Camilo, uh, well, Camila Cabello, and uh, the Beckhams, they were all in attendance there to watch the seven-time Ballon d'Or winner dazzle there. So a star started um, guest there. And good time to hear from Messi's Inter-Miami uh, teammates, Robert Taylor, who scored from his assist. We found a good balance. Uh, every time Leo has the ball, we'll have a few players running in behind to thread them in behind. And every time he has the ball, I'll just try and get in behind, make a run for him. And he's the best player in the world. So uh, this is what he does. He scores two goals. He scored last game. He gets another assist. It's, it's just um, it's a dream come true to play with him. Okay, so that's uh, Inter Miami player Robert Taylor speaking highly there of Lionel Messi after he scored from the Argentines' assist. Now, Man United have lost their first preseason match this time as they were beaten 3 1 by Wrexham this morning in the, in the USA. United fielded a very young squad for that game, so take note, and they will play Real Madrid again on Thursday. Now, we know Declan Rice has joined Arsenal for £105 million from West Ham United. And he says he feels at home at the Gunners and is focused on winning trophies with Mikel Arteta's side. I think to win, you know, to win. Um, that's the most important thing now, to win trophies. I think that's why, you know, Mikel's here. You know, that's why the players that we've got are here. You know, everyone wants to push in that direction. You know, like I said, you only get one career and at the end, you know, you want to be determined on how many trophies you've won. And I know this squad here are so hungry to win stuff. You know, we, we're young, we're hungry, we've got a lot of energy. Um, and I feel like after the back of last season, we'd have learned a lot. So this year, you know, with all the competitions we're going into, there's one aim, and that's to win, not just to, to take part. Right, so, so that's the clan rise of Arsenal in the transfer market. Nottingham Forest, you know, have signed Anthony Langa from Man United. Also, um, there are talks ongoing between West Ham for Harry Maguire and uh, Scott McTominay of Man United. Now, Jordan Henderson has said goodbye to his Liverpool teammates as he heads to Ali Tifak in the Saudi league. Fulham have signed Raul Jimenez from Wolves for £5.5 million. Pep Guardiola says Man City will fight for Carl Walker with a transfer target for Bayern Munich. And Southampton have rejected a bit worth £40 million from Liverpool for midfielder Romeo Lavia. In the Women's World Cup, Japan have beaten Costa Rica this morning by two goals to nil. And in the next six minutes, Japan face Zambia. And then later at noon, there's Canada up against Ireland. And in wrapping up, well, a very sad one. NBA superstar LeBron James's 18-year-old son, Bronny, suffered a cardiac arrest while training at the University of Southern California on Monday and is now in stable condition. Bronny is LeBron James's eldest child with the family requesting respect and privacy. Now, NBA players such as Trey Young and Jalen Brunson have tweeted their support and prayers for LeBron James. A very sad one. They're wrapping up this morning's edition of Kick Up here on City 97.3 FM. We are back at 5 p.m. with Sports Flash, 10 p.m. on City TV with the City Sports Roundup. We have more sports worries on citysportsonline.com. Hasta la proxima from me, Evans Ofochu Manso. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 
736 City Breakfast Show. Abranti Amati Dede. One of his classics. Alright, so a couple of good updates for you this morning. Um, if you just tune into the show, the Attorney General has asked the Central Regional Police to investigate the video and the matters arising from the uh, bullying that we saw involving two students of Adisado College and forward the, the docket to him by Friday. So that's the Attorney General on... And what, what, what you did not say was that the Attorney General is actually an old student of Adisado College. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that's why he's doing this, but I think the interest is justified. And I, this is what I want to say on this matter quickly before we go to other things. You know, when the IGP took office, he started something that a lot of people said, Charlie, this IGP, why is he doing that? You know, he... He, he, he clamped down on some level of lawlessness. Exactly. Especially in the entertainment sector. Mm-hmm. When he, 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 he took issue with some people who made certain kinds of statements and he sort of pushed the matter to, to court, arrested some people, and a lot of people sort of... I don't know how to put it. Like, people sat up. Yeah. Huh. And I, I, I don't know if what I'm saying is right, but I feel like with the incidents of indiscipline in secondary schools, today I read a story about the WA uh, Technical Institute student beating up their housemaster. Another mm-hmm. student was trying to help the housemaster. Two students joined to beat him up. The housemaster ended up in hospital. Mm-hmm. You see students rioting and all those things. I think that the the this this Adisis, they should make an example of this person. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think so. Because mm-hmm. secondary school students seem to think that once they get into the confines of a school, a different set of rules operate. Because, oh, when they do something bad, it will go to the headmaster. By the time the district committee, if it even exists at all, or by the time it gets to the district level or whatever, it's mm-hmm. long and people are forgotten. So they can do anything, mm-hmm. commit heinous crimes, and the, the long arms of the state will not be reached them because they are in school. Mm-hmm. Because all the things they do in school, they won't try it in Accra. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you understand? To, mm-hmm. to, to use somebody's head to hit a bed, you can try it in in a normal society. Mm-hmm. You only do that because you are in the confines of a school. So I think the attorney general should use it as a test case and also an example. I think that they should make an example of this particular incident mm-hmm. and prosecute the culprit so that other bullies will see and learn from it. Mm-hmm. That the things they do in school in the name of homo's night in the name of it's a tradition, in the name of we are students, mm-hmm. those things 
will come to an end or at least it will serve as a deterrent because of course punishment has many purposes one purpose is to reform but i think that in this case mm-hmm. we should emphasize the deterrent angle of the punishment because of the uproar and the very graphic nature of that video and i'm sure you know the judiciary they are minded in mm-hmm. in, in giving punishment they are able to say look because what you've done is so grievous and because you want to prevent others from doing it we are going to punish you so that others will learn sense mm-hmm. and i think this is a very very good opportunity so me i want to tell the ag that i should continue Honestly, I may be prejudicing the matter, but having seen that video, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they should they should deal with the guy. They should deal with the guy, papa, 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 because I don't see any justification for what he did. And I'm not a trained investigator, but you've seen a video. Clearly, he wanted to harm the guy. So, in this case, we should invoke the deterrent purpose of punishment. And then when he, whatever they do to him in court, what is done, they should let it be on the front pages so that all secondary school bullies will see it. That that fooling, they are fooling in the school in the name of, oh, Charlie, we have written exams. We are in form three. We are leaving school. No, Sky, when I was in secondary school, <laughs> when, in fact, no, if, when your head teacher comes, we can be talking in the assembly hall. When A.A. Akuaku steps into the assembly hall, everybody keeps quiet. In other instances, we even stand up. Mm-hmm. Secondary school is not just meant for academic knowledge. That is where discipline begins. Discipline. When, when you don't tuck in, at least in my time, if you are, if you are not well-dressed, you can be punished. Yeah, if you are wearing a cap. Yes. Apart. You can't even wear... A certain condi- you, you can't wear sandals with socks. Yeah. There are so many things you can't do. They just, you know, that's for, for me, the benefit I got from the school, learning how to do certain things. Iron, use fork and knife, iron your shirt well, wash, mm. weed. I learned how to weed to the ground mm. in precept. As in, you weed it, so they give you like a portion of the school pack. Yeah. And w- <laughs> you weed it and I'm me. It's like you've wet it to like it's it's clean and you come and check. That's those me, those are the valuable lessons. Because Sky, I can sit at home and learn math. Keeping time, school gathering, laying your bed, bathing, washing toilet. We learned all those things. So we can't have secondary school students thinking that because they are in secondary school, they become a law unto themselves. Do you get me? And there's the long arms of the state within what is allowable by law, whether using the, the juvenile system or whatever system, has to get to that school and deal with that boy. Not because he's the worst person in the world, mm. but because we want other students watching in all the secondary schools in Ghana mm-hmm. to know that anything they do to a junior or a colleague or a teacher is no longer allowed because they are in secondary school. Mm-hmm. The long arms of the state will get them. And if it will take media coverage to make it happen, I will support it. Because yesterday when they were showing the news and they even showed the video, I, I couldn't... You cringe. Yeah, it's like, how? If this person is, guys, if this person is not it, and it's even worse. Yes, and because if, you see, you are talking about wickedness. If he's an adult, you can understand that adults are... If this guy is a juvenile and is this wicked, mm-hmm. what kind of adult will he become? And how... The other question, when we're in school, they said, don't just go through the school. Let the school go through you. That's what they used to tell us. 
All right. So when you see somebody who's gone through a certain school for, for a number of years, of course, this time, three years is not enough for a school to go through a person. Okay, because six years was seven years, but fine. Mm. The students are many. So maybe it may not be easy for the school to go through them. But this one, we shouldn't allow it. As, no, 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 no. It, 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 is, it is egregious and it has to be, it, it, there has to be an example made of him. Yes. They should make an example of him so that his peers in other secondary schools, his relatives in terms of bullies around, will know that that type of life will not be tolerated by the state. And a state that cannot enforce its own laws is no state at all. So, I, 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 the more I see the video, the more angry I become. Now, if you say, I do yawa. So, you know that what you were doing was wrong. You know, if this guy is not 18, I think it's even worse. <laughs> you know, because if he's 18, he's an adult. Adults, they will know. If he's a 17 or 16 year old boy, ah, so, Edgy, Yafen, Yafen, go, 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 go for him. And when you finish, put it on graphic front page. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, which one? When they finish the investigation and they take him to court, whether it's juvenile court, juvenile, whatever court, you see, they I, should deal with him. You see, no, you see, I, I, I drew attention to the restriction imposed by the law much earlier. Um, so, if indeed he's a child under the act, yes. There is a restriction on publication, and um, for the purposes so of our it's, it's a seventeen-year-old child, sixteen-year child. That's a juvenile. That juvenile. juvenile. So someone. So zero to twelve is child. Twelve to seventeen is something. No, no, no. Under our law, mm -hmm. if you move right up 18 to below. eighteen, that's right. You are a child. But you know, uh, a person who is eleven years or ten, technically speaking, mm -hmm. is not considered or down to one years. Whatever, one year is not considered capable of committing a crime, so that one is clear. Uh -huh. So you can reasonably commit a crime. So you remember the, the boys who killed, yes, a boy um, for ritual something ritual at uh, some, some where I didn't know if you're here. They had seen some video and they they, they wanted to and they, they killed a 10 year old boy, but these were like 13 14 year olds, yes. So if they were 14, then they'll come under the ambit of the juvenile justice. Act. So maybe what you're saying is juvenile justice, yes, yes. That's why I'm saying that if you look at the juvenile justice act, it says section three it says that a juvenile has the right to privacy during arrest, the investigation of an offense, huh. at the trial of the offense, and at any other stage of the course or matter. So we shouldn't put him on the front page. <laughs> Let me proceed. Mm. And subsection two says the person shall not be, shall not in the course of arrest, okay. investigation, or trial of an offence, mm. connected with a juvenile mm -hmm. or at any other stage of the course or matter, mm -hmm. release any information okay. for publication okay. that may lead to the identification of the juvenile. Okay. Subsection three says. Tally. Any person who contravenes subsection <laughs> 2 <laughs> commits an offense Forgive. and is liable on summary conviction okay. to a fine not exceeding 250 penalty units okay. or to a term of imprisonment okay. not exceeding 12 months. Which law are you reading? Or both. This is the Juvenile Justice okay, Act. So I take that back. But how, okay, so help me now. How do you <laughs> now? I need your help because now you've, 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 you're, you're stopping me. <laughs> how, how do you achieve the deterrent value of punishment with, without violating what you've read? Because you have said we cannot publicize his trial, yeah. we cannot put his face on the newspapers. I'm not saying we should do that, mm -hmm. 
But I'm also saying that there's a certain role punishment mm-hmm. plays in making people conform to what is a norm. Mm-hmm. And we are saying that the culture of bullying has many, many solutions, mm-hmm. not just the court case. Mm-hmm. But there's also a chance when you have a high-profile case, mm-hmm. it can help to send a signal to other types of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do we achieve that mm-hmm. benefit of punishment? That's why, Sky, when you were in secondary school, mm-hmm. why do they give you lashes in front of everybody? Do you know, it's not as if the headmaster needs the power of the assembly mm. to lash people. But sometimes he wants, for example, I was in secondary school, there was a day they came to do some lashes in the dining hall mm. because the thing the guys had done was so egregious. So they wanted to show that if you do, this will happen to you. So it's not like they want to disgrace the guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want to. But as a form two boys seeing my mates being given 12 lashes in front of the whole as the dining hall, mm-hmm. it put a bit of fear in me that I won't break bounds. Do you understand? So, bringing that to what you said, mm-hmm. are you saying that when it comes to a juvenile, there's no way we can achieve this deterrent value of punishment because the law protects their privacy? You see, the, the, the generally, the, the, the public policy position um, is that people of that age mm. are still developing. Um, they're trying to find their feet, identify themselves, mm. and finding fairly difficult trying to distinguish between what is right and wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they have a whole life ahead of them. Mm -hmm. So if you subject him to a certain exposure Mm. as to get society to tag him as a bad person and therefore not fit enough to be within the committee of people. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. Then you have damaged his future for life. Okay. So there is a special system created okay. for them to be reformed, okay. punished, and, okay. and it is actually re- correction. Correctional. Uh-huh. So that he will become a better person and useful to society. So you find that even decisions made about what happened in court mm-hmm. are sealed. Right? Okay. It is only in exceptional cases. Yeah. And where it is relevant that mm. some of those things can be unsealed. Okay, can, but his name is not out there yet. I so, I saw. So, so if mm. because I haven't, I don't know his name. Can't can't the matter be tried without mm. his name being put out? Yes. And yet we will be updated on the issue that the form three boy who did this. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can decide not to add his name, not mm-hmm. put his picture. Mm-hmm. But for the to the extent that we want other seniors in secondary schools to know. Mm-hmm. That a form three person who did this to his colleague mm-hmm. has gone through the process and has been put in a correctional facility. I think we need to that's do that. Fair, fair. Take his name out. Yes, you don't want to. You don't want to damage his future. Mm-hmm. He may become a good person one day, but I feel like this is such a this, this is such a good opportunity to lay down a marker because from the reports we got yesterday and from the calls we got, there's a lot of indiscipline yes hooliganism tomfoolery mm-hmm. and wickedness happening in our secondary schools in the name of bullying tradition and all those things mm-hmm. right so and the, it seems as if the GES system has emasculated the head teachers so head teachers don't really have a way out so i am happy that the ag has stepped in i'm sure he will he will he will look at the relevant laws he will obviously read the law you are read mm-hmm. after the police forward whatever docket to him but I believe that the reason this was swiftly reacted to was because of the public interest. Okay. Yes. So I am I have no doubt that we will we've not had the last of this. Okay. And I'm sure that 
yes, they may protect the guy's reputation or identity or whatever you call it, but still, we have to know the logical conclusion of the matter. We have to. Yes, of course. I mean, um, ultimately, you see, the interesting thing about the juvenile justice system is that when these things are going on, um, only certain categories of people are allowed into the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the setting is not also the formal court system as you know it. So these are plain-clothed policemen. Yeah. The, 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 the magistrate who is sitting on the matter... Uh, would not be clothing. So they they, they temper it. They, yeah, they, they, they don't they don't want it. it to be too intimidating. Uh-huh. As to because it can scar the child. No, I agree with uh-huh. you. But Sky, you see, this is, we are we are we are pushing. I agree that everybody has rights, uh-huh. but when you do certain things, you also need to agree that some of your rights have been taken away by your choice of actions. So while the law is very clear mm. on how we should treat juveniles. Mm. We shouldn't overemphasize that, and I'm not saying we should violate his rights, mm. but we are, we are seeing, I consider, an epidemic of indiscipline in secondary schools, mm. based on overcrowding, and and this is not the only, and this is not an adisadel issue. It's a there's a lot of students, and they cannot be managed mm-hmm. because there, there are too many students in too little spaces, and not enough teachers, and not enough supervision. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's an opportunity. To use a different approach to get the students to do the right thing yeah. right and i'm not saying they should intimidate students but the stories we are hearing from secondary schools you cannot treat this as an ordinary case and you also want to let the students know that look sky the state is paying for your education okay this whole thing started because a government said we will pay your school fees yes it's affected quality but at least the state is paying for your education mm-hmm. the least you can do is to be serious there are people of your father's age who couldn't go to school because at the time they were ready to go, the state wasn't prepared to pay. Yep. And because of that, they couldn't achieve their dreams. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, you know, despite a population bulge of a big base, mm-hmm. the state says we are going to pay your school fees at the secondary level, which is costing a lot of problems, but they are still paying. So you cannot go to school and decide to beating up teachers and beating up your mates and then expect that all the, the the comfort of the law should apply to you no do you get my do you get my argument because his father or grandfather may not even have gone to school that's true you, and you go to school and you have three times to be doing this mm-hmm. second point the thing happened on june 30. okay all the reactions we are seeing is because the thing went on social media mm-hmm. and i think there's a problem there the, and and again this is not just at this school all of us how how come when things happen people don't have confidence to report it teachers should ask themselves that question that have i created sky i have kids you have kids Mm -hmm. if something is happening to your child and they cannot tell you there's a problem in your house Mm -hmm. just like if Mm -hmm. your child is going to school and they have problems so usually when you you pick your kids from school and they are talking to you Mm -hmm. and they say oh daddy this happened you you listen non-judgmentally because you want them to talk when you start shutting them down and this is a lesson for you you are are coming when you start shutting them down or trying to quickly solve the problem without listening to them they won't tell you again okay now push that to secondary school okay three people have witnessed an egregious crime not one of them recorded it not three people actually it was in the dorm so yes yeah yeah, they were laughing and not one of them thought it wise to mention to the head teacher 
we are told that it was sent to the house master but it was represented as like they were as if they were it was they were the playing fighting or playing okay. whatever it is i think that we need to ask serious questions about that system too how come there was nobody in the dorm who felt that this is so wrong. I need to tell the headmaster that no, there's a different view to this. You know, it's it's because the impression I get is that the housemaster was given the impression that this was no mudiagro. That's what I'm told. Yeah, you know, it's because of this culture we've created, especially in our schools, that the coolest dudes are the people who shut their eyes to what's happening sell out so so for example if chuka, you they call you chuka, yeah, chuka. that's it and and you know you are made to feel very bad and for most people because you want to fit in you don't want to be branded as a snitch as a snitch so you see things you hear things and you keep quiet because you want to be part of the cool gang you want to be part of the accepted culture you want to be part of those who are liked so you can't sell out meanwhile you know in your heart of hearts that really this is this is and very, like, very, you very know bad. you know a very good experiment to do you know we have a whistleblower's law in Ghana. Maybe we can check how many times a whistleblower has actually used that remit. Because you see, what Nathan, <laughs> what Nathan has said points to a much bigger societal problem in Ghana where chicken is considered sinful. So in some societies, whistleblowers are heroes. Yeah. Whistleblowers who see wrong and go and tell Something, something. Yes, so in we have United we, we, States. In the United yeah. States, you can say that Nixon's time as a president essentially ended because of a whistleblower, and that person is pointed to as a model, say somebody yes. who saw something happening, yeah, and, and then leaked it. Leaked it you know. So, 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 even in Ghana, but I'll yes, give yes. you an example. So many times when I used to actively do CNN, you've gone, people complain about things. We take our cameras, we go there, let's say a bad road, and then the same citizens who send us text messages to complain about the roads, when you put a mic in front of them and say, can you tell us how this road is affecting your life? I don't want to speak. You have hit a very important point, which I think, in terms of changing the mindset of Ghanaians, maybe the media can help. I think we need to idolize whistleblowers. Because you see, when you say something is a vice, you are saying that 30 or 20 students saw this. All of them felt comfortable not to report it in the way it happened because they will be branded as snitches. Okay. Now, you have a whistleblower law that people are not using because in the society, look at the public sector agencies. A lot of bad things happen, but rarely do people go actually to chook because they feel the system will not protect them. So there are two angles to this. There's the cultural angle of people feeling that chooking is a bad thing. And then there's the institutional angle of when people choke, institutions don't come and support them. So we should ask ourselves here, if somebody goes to choke, will we use the information they choke to then exonerate them or will now victimize them for choking? Do you get it? So, and I think that it's easy to point fingers at the boys in the dorm. But let's put them, let's put the camera on ourselves mm -hmm. as Ghanaians mm -hmm. and ask yeah. ourselves, let's be very honest with ourselves. How many times have we seen something happen? Sky, have you noticed that sometimes we are reading the Ghanaian Times, page 3? A lot of good stories come because somebody saw something wrong and went to tell the police. You know, there was a story we discussed on the Siege Breakfast Show some time ago of some guy who saw something that he went to then tell the police about somebody. In fact, I've listened to, I've listened to 
DJ, uh, what's his name? Traffic Avenue. Um, Jingle and um, Lordes. Where they said, if you see your friend partner cheating, will you tell your friend? Sky, this was like two weeks ago. Is it your business? I think 90... <laughs> I, I may be wrong here. I think 90% of the callers said they won't tell. Yeah, it's not your business. Think about that a bit more carefully. No, seriously, I mean, it's not your business. Think about it a bit more carefully. It's not your business. <laughs> because Sky, you see, Sky, they said, you see, whose interest do you have at heart? If the person is your true friend, mm-hmm. let's push it a bit, mm-hmm. your true friend, and you notice that somebody close to them is doing them evil. Okay. Now, the fact that you you want to help your friend, you may not go and just say, hey, I've seen your wife cheating. Mm. But if you like your friend, mm. you can't just keep quiet. There are things you can do. So let's assume you don't want to be seen because you think it's a delicate situation between husband and wife mm. and you don't want to be seen as breaking a marriage. Mm-hmm. Good. But if you really, really love your friend, you there are some things you will do beyond... Saying it's not my business. Like what? Oh, you can drop, drop hints, hints, or you can, you can, you can give him leads, because you want. You see, you are saying you are saying you don't want you don't want your friend you don't want to be seen or you don't want to come between two people, but in this hypothetical case, there's always somebody between them. The man is cheating. Mm, and then. Okay, or the woman is cheating. Mm-hmm. So, if your friend knows and wants to live with it, it's not your business. Do you understand what I'm saying? If your friend knows and and is have no problem, mm. but you have a responsibility as a friend to make sure they know. See, okay, let me let me deal with this in, in, a, in a <laughs> and this is snitching matter, Oscar. You understand? You see, it, it, in the context of whistleblowing. Okay, you see, you uh, when there is something accepted by society for which there is a moral and legal obligation imposed on you yeah. to report the same. Yeah. It is not the same okay. as a relationship between okay. two people. Okay. Which may be influenced by all kinds of things. Okay. And merely because you have a relationship with one of them, okay. you want to get involved. There are two issues here. Okay. First, you recently remember that there was this girl in the Ashanti region. Mm-hmm. One person had reported to the other. Mm-hmm that, oh, the, somebody was cheating. Mm-hmm. What the guy did was immediately move to the area, and according to the report, he either allegedly, allegedly stabbed the guy or the lady uh, or shot. So it was, it was based on a report uh, yeah, that's that a, so he had that not account. verified. Uh-huh. Um, these are highly emotional issues. For you to be able to navigate that matter, you need a certain level of intelligence to engage your friend, friend or colleague in a way as to deliver the message but in a way that tempers whatever temper that may come out okay. of that so it is not a crime for someone to cheat on okay the other. so sky can it i say moral... i give, can i say my example is a wrong example okay so let's assume you see something happening in a com- so okay let me, let me ask a question. if you have a neighbor who has a a, a teenage daughter and you see the teenage daughter walking with some area boys <laughs> who you know are bad boys. Bad boys yeah. What will you do? Oh, you bring it to the attention. Exactly. Of uh, that, oh. Uh, but, sh- but you see, this is the issue because it's not seen as... You see, this is the thing. It's a power issue. Mm-hmm. Because the girl is a teenager and you are parents, mm-hmm. you know that the girl can't do anything to you. Mm-hmm. If you see 
an elder of your church mm-hmm. who is moving with the choir leader <laughs> in a strange way <laughs> will you tell the pastor that, that uh, so a church elder you are a, you're a normal in, church in, in any case yes, because when, when when the person you are choking is somebody powerful mm. so i feel like sometimes it's loyalty among friends mm-hmm. and then also difference to power mm-hmm. all right but we are saying that if the society values truth choking mm-hmm. should not be seen as an as a bad thing mm-hmm. so our lack of our our browning of chukes mm-hmm. is a reflection of a society which does not mm-hmm. value the truth mm-hmm. so my my marriage cheating example is a bit some way and and i think we can stretch valuing the truth to also mean protecting the identities of the people who volunteer to give us information yeah. right? i see you know, and that's the, the, so that's within the scope of the witness protection oh i mean that that is yes of course but guy, that, those things they but, don't work in Ghana. but, but guy, people, people, people tell me that that's the problem. people tell me that they have seen something happening and they don't want to go and tell the police because like uh, some guy said oh, he saw some people in some house mm-hmm. and he thinks that they are uh, doing fraud mm-hmm. but he he's afraid so we should call the police he doesn't want to get involved you get it mm-hmm. now he, he, he doesn't even trust the police that maybe the police is in cahoots with them so if you go to tell the police that Charlie there are some guys doing some fraud in the area yes. the yes. police will say as a guy no driving red car no 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 mm-hmm. so you see the, there's an institutional part of this but I feel like the culture is strong and the cultural part is stronger than the institutional part because the cultural part is what we've told the fact that in, if you are in secondary school sky among boys mm-hmm. chuka is a very negative thing mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you are chisel, like what what are the sins of being in secondary school as a boy? Say you are chisel. You, you are okay. They say you you they rush. Mm-hmm. You be chuka. Mm-hmm. Chuka they be bad thing. And chisel is some way because most you people are chisel anyway. Yeah, but if they say you are chuka. That one there. It's almost like you cannot be trusted. Yeah. You know, and I'm saying that it's a very negative consequence of the culture in our society. And I think it even starts in the secondary school system. Because uh, this word, the word chuka itself is a secondary school word. It's not, it's, it's, a, it's a pigeon English palace. Yeah. We don't use it in our normal, com- we only use it in the context of secondary school. In the drug world, is snitch. So the secondary school culture in Ghana, which can allow 12 or 15 boys to see such a thing, and from nobody, June 30, nobody says anything. From June 30 to 20 something July. It, it, let's let, let's take a break, Basca. I think about it, and I think that if we don't agree that there are certain cultures we've accepted as Ghanaians, which is undermining our development, I think we can't make progress. Which is why I'm coming back to what the AG should do with this. This is a good opportunity to right a lot of wrongs. I'm telling you, it's not a, an ordinary case. It's not. Anyway, FBM Bank says you can send money to Nigeria to. Liberia and Gambia through the PAPS in minutes for business and personal purposes. All you need to do is visit any of our branches with your cash and your money is next door, no time. For more information on the PAPS system, please call 059 FBN Bank, you first. And Vodafone, the demo promo is getting more exciting because, yes, purchase airtime or bundle worth five cities or more, receive up to 20% cash back in your Vodafone Cash Wallet. That's number one. Number two, you can participate in the Edemu Dance Challenge and win prizes from Samsung Ghana like phones or earbuds. Post a video of yourself on social media dancing to the signature tune. Edemu. Ba, Edemu. 
Vodafone further together. Take us with that friends. So Nathan will tell us what's trending. Well, yeah, uh, uh, our colleague Paul Adomotri is trending. trending. In Apostle Paul. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, giving his perspective uh, on Paul. the OSP Cecilia Dapa matters. So he has people trending. Uh, the name Yvonne is also trending in Ghana. Yesterday, Yvonne Nelson put out a very interesting tweet. She said she was at work when a young lady came in to do an interview. She was very impressed with the young ladies confidence assertiveness her eloquence mm-hmm. and, and intelligence so she was bigging up the said young lady who came for that interview the trends that have spilled over into this morning at disco cecilia dapa also trending mm-hmm. dj khaled is trending uh, he mm-hmm. was uh, pitch side when lionel messi was doing his magic mm-hmm. for inter miami so people mm-hmm. are talking about the fact that messi is bringing the superstars messi to watch bringing him back <laughs> MLS games. There's also an active live thread on Twitter on the ongoing FIFA Women's World Cup. Spain are taking on Zambia as we speak. The, the last check, Spain were two goals up. Oh, already. Charlie, sorry. Zambia, don't disgrace us. Anyway, in terms of some tech news, let me give you more updates on Threads, which was a, a, a fighter brand from Meta. Mm-hmm. It, it was uh, supposed to is compete it with Twitter. Well, it is working. They are beginning to add new features. Now, no, they've I mean, added... I'm not, I'm not on it, though well <laughs> they've added a following feed mm. so now so the the app as it is now doesn't have a feed for those you are following but mm-hmm. in the latest update they will add one mm-hmm. now it will f- it will display all the posts in chronological order it was a key omission at at, right. at launch but now it's been added just all to right. give people a better experience so they attract more people to download and use the app of course that is true they have actually dipped but yesterday mm. like i said analysts believe that over time it will pick up once again if they keep improving the the, the app and platform trends with nathan this is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. I'm just sitting here playing the guitar. City high, high, high. For that hey, excuse me if you see me screaming, but deep in my mind, I'm only dreaming. Cause if I wake girl in your not by my side I feel like half of me is no longer alive So please shorty before you walk out that door boobie Would you listen to my song If only I give you one last chance with the devil, you can no longer tell. You got to be faithful, so we could be fruitful. Build a family and follow God's destiny. So just before I run to the block, I might listen to your song. Quarter past eight to the breakfast show. Ghana's biggest housing fair is here again. The Mikasa Home and Property Fair is the place to be if you're looking to buy a home or for a real uh, estate investment opportunity. It's on Mevin Peak Hotel at, at Mevin Peak Hotel on the 5th and 6th of August. 
from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day. From our 50 top developers, loan specialists, and home improvement specialists will be there as we discuss issues around seminars and we also give you opportunities to invest. Sponsored by Gold Keys Properties with support from Pla- uh, Val Real Estate and Clifton Homes, as well as Swami India Ghana and Asasi Radio. Call 0501 or 0501 And because times are hard, the one thing on everyone's mind these days is cash. Whether it's cash to pay bills, your kids' school fees, your home improvement, or your building projects, Societe General Ghana has got your back. The bank has launched the biggest loan campaign of the year, Yatisu Loan Promo. And we're offering amazing discounted interest rates on our loans for both customers and non-customers, including staff on the controller and accountant general's payroll. Call 0302-214-314. We have 42 network outlets across the country. Promo ends on 7th August. Societe General Ghana, the future is you. And from 1st July to end August, your favorite mall, Accra Mall, the mall with it all, is making your shopping spree even more exciting with our scan and win promo. We've got QR code signages placed inside the mall, waiting for you to discover them. So put on your adventure hat, scan these codes, fill in your details, and voila, you could win amazing shopping vouchers and exclusive gifts from our fantastic shops and other fantastic prizes. Come on in, and we can't wait to see you at the Accra Mall, where every visit is a win. And make big savings. Sign on to the Fantastic Four Republic Bank Visa Credit Cards, Business Infinite Adishier, or Classic. Enjoy great discounts from our partner Metans Global Visa Partners with cashback rewards and interest-free days. Win a staycation at Aqua Safari Dinner for two and loads of consolation prizes in the Republic Bank Tap to Pay Credit Card promo reloaded. Live the soft life we've got you. New card holders are welcome. Republic Bank, we are the one for you. Now, Sukasa's seasonal affordable housing uh, is offering, or they, ha- they have great offers, including a three-bedroom unit with an outhouse and a four-bedroom unit with an outhouse. And you find them at East Legon Hills and Naimensa. You have convenient payment options. You can even pay a CD equivalent. Call them on 030-296-0865 or send a WhatsApp message on 055-369-7886. For inquiries, send an email info at sukasa.com.gh. Sukasa Building on Trust. Now, the NLA says from August 1, they are introducing ultra-modern lottery machines to be operated simultaneously with some of the old draw machines that they are phasing out. The new machines will be used on all their games. Monday special, midweek, Friday bonanza, and the national weekly lotto games. The draw times is now 10 a.m. M, same game, same draw, new draw machines and a big dose of excitement. NLA development through games. Now, the Ghana Revenue Authority, in collaboration with the Ministry of Local Governments, Decentralization and Rural Development, is informing the general public that property rate bills for all MMDAs are available electronically on portal.myassembly.gov.gh. Now, you can view your bills and pay electronically, and there are no cash payments whatsoever to anybody. Get in touch with the GRA on 0302 756820 or 0549 986 968 for further inquiries. Pepsodent has introduced two new amazing flavors to help you out there Pepsodent Charcoal White and Pepsodent Herbal toothpaste all of that have been designed with great great ingredients so that every smile will matter remember to brush your teeth twice a day with pepsodent getting uh, a very uh, interesting group of comments about wrestling so people are saying that or some people are saying that 
the chokehold and the whole thing is a move the boy obviously saw from WWE, which you know you must watch with parental guidance because when you watch wrestling, that's the type of thing they do in in WWE, which if somebody watches and, and you know because i mean wrestling is a, is from what i'm told is make believe yes scripted because the 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 way they throw the people on the ground and the way they hit their head against things and they don't seem to get hurt you you, you know what i'm saying you cannot if if somebody watches and a person is not properly but they, they even say it that don't try this well, wrestling is done by pros who know what they are doing and every now and again, things go wrong and there are injuries. So they state those things clearly in the adverts. All right. Okay, so what I'm going, what I'm trying to get at is two things. The, the concept of chuka in Ghana, how do we do away with it? Because I think you and I agree that it's, a, it's not a good concept in the sense that chuka gives a bad name to the person who's standing up for the right and protects those who are wrong. Do you get me? So when they say you were chuka in Ghana, it means that you went to report to an authority a wrongdoing where people have solidarized to keep it quiet. So whether they are a group of friends in secondary school or a group of drug dealers or whatever. All right. Now I don't know those who have traveled abroad. Let me know other cultures whether they say a similar word. You said the snitch. Mm -hmm. You said. Mm -hmm. Now, how do we? change that mindset of chuking because apart from the cruelty the boy exhibited the silence of the others who watched it is clearly symptomatic of a certain chuking fear all right so i want listeners to tell us how we should treat this chuking thing but I, i'm gonna go a lot a birthday request for the vc of upsa so i just want to wish him happy birthday quickly before we go into that full discussion so that's uh, Professor Abednego Fehiamate. <laughs> Happy birthday to him from all, all over. Yeah, it's yes, it's yes. like a very popular birthday this morning. Yes. Happy birthday to him. And then there's also one coming in. Uh, give me a minute. One coming in from Charles Tichibuedu. To He says the person is the most popular assemblyman. Most popular assemblyman where Charles. Please remind me of this, your message. <laughs> okay. While you are looking for that, can I do this one, Renan, if, if you help me? Yes. This one says, Happy birthday to Mrs. Pauline Anne Dovi Degbo yes. on your 73rd uh, birthday. Mm -hmm. uh, may the Lord God bless you and protect you throughout your years on earth. We love you, Mama, from your children, Kafui, Enyunam, Delali, and Doji. And all your Wonderful. grandchildren. Amen. Happy birthday to Kobla Kobla, the assemblyman from Amprobi Electoral Area, coming in from <laughs> Charles Techi Buedu. Mm -hmm. um, and then, if there's a couple more, we do. Yeah, I just want to say a, a good, uh, you know, very, happy very birthday. Happy. Not, not birthday. I just want to give a shout out to the lovely team at the uh, Israeli Embassy. Okay. The, the trade. And the commercial section. I, I yeah. ran into a lot of them. So last night they had a cocktail dinner okay. for their foreign minister, Eli okay. Cohen, who's in town. Oh, you were invited? Yes, I was. Oh, me. They did a cocktail dinner for the foreign minister. Yeah, who's in town. And you were one of the selected people to yes. be there. And I ran into some very good people. No, you're a big man. Who are big fans of the show. Mm. Imelda, mm. Uh, Mamiya. No, but you're a big man. 
Oh, me, I'm not a big man. Yeah, no, you mean you were happy with the foreign minister? Uh, oh, no, no, I was just there, just looking at oh, the ambassador plenty potential. And then also, uh, Bright wants to celebrate Stanley Marte, the chief manager uh, Ghana of PR of yes. Ghana Water yeah. Company Limited. That guy, that guy is so consistent. Eh? Uh-huh, yeah, he reported a matter uh, to him about uh, some water-related issue in the Adenta area, mm-hmm. and with speed, he was able yeah. to marshal his people and. They yeah. dealt with it and right. he says that this is the right thing yeah. to do. All right, now I, I want right to up. I want to go back to choking. Okay. All right. The words of Yanara Assassini, the song um if Imamu wrote mm. speaks about certain but there are some behavioral issues he raises in the song mm. which I think we have to mainstream. But I really want listeners to tell me how can we reverse this choking thing? Because in my view, it's a problem because corruption, we can't fight corruption with a mindset that if you report evil, you're a chuka. Or if you if you go and tell on somebody doing wrong, you're a bad person. All right? What is the best way to do this? I do agree there's an institutional angle, but there's also a deeply rooted behavioral, cultural angle, which I suspect secondary schools have a lot to do with i suspect no, it's actually in many ways one can argue that or the household comes from the house because look i mean growing up mm-hmm. and for those who would want to misconstrue this to mean that i'm making you know generalization no mm-hmm. i'm talking about my personal situation when you are seeing something or you were seeing something in the house and then maybe your dad was coming or mom was coming mm-hmm. And then you reported it. Mm-hmm. Either your aunties will shut you down, or your closest relations will say no. You're talking about in a broad family context. Yeah, you so lived mm. in a family house. So, mm. so your dad is out of the house. Uh-huh. Somebody breaks a big glass, uh-huh. and they want to sweep it and cover it quietly. That's right. You want to tell daddy. Mm-hmm. Your cousins, your aunties are saying, why? They will shut you down. So it happens regularly. Yeah, consistently. So, they repeat the witness wow. to say that someone who, who tells on others exactly. is going to break a house. Yes, because, you know, things, and, and you know, there may be a reason behind it. Because sometimes it becomes a fight between the husband and the wife. Because, you know, somebody came to the house and then, uh, you know, the child says that, oh, mm. one uncle came here when in fact the uncle is not exactly an uncle but something else do you understand Mm -hmm. so when 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 children growing up are told these things repeatedly then they are stopped from if you like becoming dutiful citizens in the future fantastic point but again i go back to what so i was giving an example so you have boys Mm -hmm. sons or your kids Mm -hmm. then they they go out and one of them misbehaves mm-hmm. and then one of them says daddy when we went out today kofi insulted the teacher mm-hmm. they say oh kofi why are you telling me now what you do as a parent mm-hmm. will let the one who is reporting know whether that's a good thing to do or not but i agree with you that in a lot of cases the siblings would start isolating the chuka mm-hmm. and say we won't go with you out mm-hmm. again because you when something happens you will you tell daddy now i think that as the parent, you must create an environment where 
whoever the so-called chuka is feels confident in talking to you mm -hmm. and the action you take doesn't necessarily further divide them mm -hmm. but lets them know that the, the thing he is doing is actually the right thing mm -hmm. and you expect them to also do the same mm -hmm. it will take time to do this mm -hmm. second our kids must be trained out even a secondary school environment you go to boarding house you should be the one who should chuk and that popularity is not necessarily what you should be looking for i know it's tough because you know from age eight all the way to like 17 peer conformity is very important to children they don't that's why sometimes they don't even want to wear certain clothes like they, they say they are going to school they, one of my boys was reading a book they call it hello um hey jack mm -hmm. and hey jack there's a story where jack is going for a friend's party and they're all supposed to wear costumes and jack is wearing a robot costume and he feels that he will look funny even though his costume is actually the best mm -hmm. so when his mother drops him in his friend's his cousin's house He's so nervous because he's wearing a robot costume and he thinks he'll be the butt of jokes. Rather, everybody's like, Charlie Jack, your outfit is so cool. Mm -hmm. So I admit that 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, kids want to conform. Mm -hmm. All right? So there's a limit to what you can do, but the home is very powerful, Sky. If you reward chooking mm -hmm. consistently in your house, mm -hmm. your child will be a chooker. And we don't even have, it's a bad word to use, but my point is that mm -hmm. we have to start in the home. Okay? And then... Societally, in the in the school, in an environment, in a workplace, you know, we should create an opportunity where somebody can go and tell the boss that Charlie, in the department, are fit any be. Do you get me? Because if we don't do it that way, we cannot. Because it's for the collective interest. And the example you give troubles me because it tells me that our society itself, we value papering over the cracks over solving problems fully because the example you give is these are aunties yeah. who are responsible adults yeah, and they are telling a 12 year old boy that don't tell your father that this happened because he'll be angry mm -hmm. it is serious and i feel like we need to we need to accept that it's one of the behaviors we need to change you know and i think you can use law to do a lot of things law enforcement agencies again you sky you in the uk mm -hmm. Old woman sitting in the window, proverbial old woman yeah. on the street, so sees well. something going on, <laughs> picks up a phone, mm -hmm. calls the police, yep. you know, <clears throat> and the police will act yep. and the police will protect the person. So sometimes when we discuss issues and we talk about hard issues in Ghana, we forget that one of the reasons why our development is stifled is that the soft issues are, they are strongholds. You can change a law like we did this week with the, uh, the death penalty. But behaviors that have been ingrained in our subconscious mind, it's so tough. It, I, even, I even think we should erase that word from our nomenclature. If you find a way to do it. Choking. Because, Sky, there's a difference between and backbiting. Backbiting is mid and you day. We are working here. Mm. Then when I see some men, I say, Charlie, Sky these days, the people he's working with some wheel. Mm -hmm. These days, the way he's driving his car, some girls are coming. I don't know. That's backbiting. Okay. But if you touch wood, you are doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. I should be able to tell a higher authority that Charlie, this party, the thing is doing, you have to stop it. Mm -hmm. So, listeners, please don't confuse. We are not saying become a backbiter. Mm -hmm. As in, when somebody is not there, then you. I mean, uh, that's not what we are saying but we are <laughs> saying that if people don't have the moral courage to speak up for the truth in our homes in our workplaces in our churches in our 
camp in our country, we are not building the right society. So as a father, you must make sure that your house is a house where people can speak the truth. As a MD, you must make sure your company is a place where people can speak the truth. And we in media, we the police and all these guys in the public space who are supposedly standing up for the right thing. Nathan's example about nobody having the courage to go and tell, I think is a very, very, very big problem. We're going to read some comments after this round of announcements. Yes, uh, Imperial General Assurance is saying that your insurance experience should be good, it should be memorable. That's why you need to speak to them. They have you covered on all the major insurance fronts, motor engineering, accident, marine, fire bonds, all of that. Call Imperial General Assurance on 0302-788-955 or 0577-667-436. You can speak to your insurance broker today or talk to any of their agents nationwide. Imperial General Assurance, solid protection. Now, in life, you always have to insist on the best. When you find it, stick mm. to it. Bell Pack paper tissue is one of the best things in life. Mm. Bell Pack has tissues that are soft but not weak, strong but not hard, just perfect. They also oh. have Bell Pack kitchen towels. They clean in one wipe, and one Bell Pack will last you long and save you money. To be a distributor, call 551 144 Bell Pack is another quality product from Bellacqua. Yeah, yeah. Now mark yep. your calendars. Mark your calendars because on August 12, yeah. all Toyota Ghana branches in yeah. Ghana will be offering free vehicle diagnosis mm-hmm. for all Toyota and Lexus models. Mm-hmm. Join us for a day filled with exciting offers, including affordable oil change, thrust 60 point inspection free diagnostics, mm-hmm. and a Toyota Global Airbag Recall Campaign inspection. Don't miss out. Find your way to any Toyota Ghana branch in Accra or Tema. Mm-hmm. On the twelfth of August, call zero three zero two four two nine eight zero one two five to find out more. Toyota superior quality. All right. Now, if you are thinking of what to do this August, and you want to take I'm your thinking your of family, going to Dubai. Yeah, outside the country. Talk yeah. to Copper and Hospitality. Yeah, man. They have a lovely Dubai summer vacation package. Yeah. One thousand four fifty dollars double sharing. Yeah. One thousand seven hundred for singles, mm-hmm. and they have a, a good discount for children as well. It's happening on August seventeen to mm-hmm. August twenty three. Call zero three zero two two. Two nine nine yes eight seven seven eight or zero five five six nine six five nine two four. Find Copan at East Legon on the Lagos Avenue. That's where their office is. Welcome back. So it's eight thirty-five. If you just tuned in, so what I've tried to do this morning in thinking about that this adult story is twofold. So. My initial reaction was that the Attorney General is doing the right thing, and I still believe he is he's doing the right thing. Just make an example of the guy. But Sky has helped me, saying that we should do it within the confines of the law, which I agree. So if it's a juvenile, you can do it without mentioning his name and protect his identity, but still make sure that all secondary school people know that. The foolishness has to stop. Good. Second point. Secondary school is not bad. We all went to secondary school. I went to boarding school in Form 2. You went to Akraka. You went to Three Town. You went to Swiss School. We all went to secondary school. And I'm not saying every time our secondary school is bad. But there, there is something that this story has brought out very strongly. The fact that this happened in June, and we only got to know three and a half weeks later, suggesting that obviously the headmaster was not aware. The only person who was probably aware was the housemaster. And I'm told, from again, from the sources, that he was told that it was they were playing. Right, so the headmaster didn't know, and this is a very serious thing that's happened in the school. Okay, 
And we are saying that this happened not just three people. There were about a few people in the, the dorm. So how come nobody in the dorm thought it wise to escalate it to a level where it will be dealt with? Could it be that they knew that it happens regularly? Or could it be because they feared that they would be branded as chukas? And this morning we are talking about the concept of a chuka. Right? And I was saying that in secondary school, in my experience, of all the vices that a boys' school they will give you, if you are a chuka and you are chisel, no. If you are not good academically, they will help you. Okay, if you like breaking bounds, they'll give you fans. If you don't bath, they will just say, oh, Charlie, you are Jew, but they don't care. Okay, if you, if you like girls, they will tease you and say you're a hero. But if you chook, if you chook people, if you chook people, so if you are chisel, mm-hmm. because in boy, boy schools, the culture is sharing. Yes. So if you go to Vandal City as well, they share a lot. Mm-hmm. So if, uh, if you are Armstrong, it's on way. Mm-hmm. All right. But if you are chook a it's like yeah. something has happened in the hall. We're all quiet. <laughs> Mr. Dompre comes in. Who did this? He says, if you don't tell, I'll lash everybody. In fact, they will feel proud if all the 15 boys are lashed and the one who did it is protected. So it's solidarity among, and I'm using boys when I went to a boys' school. But I'm saying that that has gotten to a point where in a society now, people feel comfortable in not reporting wrong because they want to belong. They call it peer, call it peer what? Peer conformity. Wonderful. And I feel we need to put the mirror on ourselves as a society today and deal with it. Basca, I want you to help me with some of the comments. Okay, so let's read some of the comments. Good mm. morning, Bernard. Mm. So me, I never go chook. This is coming in from uh, David Kofodia. This one said, Bernard, a friend saw a man threatening to stab the wife mm-hmm. with knife. Mm-hmm. He called the police hotline to inform them of the happenings. However, the police on the line asked him to give the phone to the man so he speaks with him. <laughs> Are you serious? Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> the man won't survive. Okay. The man won't survive it. Okay. Uh, whilst you are you are looking to mm-hmm. scroll through, uh, I want to read. Uh, okay, no, go go on. Okay. So the man, my friend, just apologized to the police for calling in the first place and mm-hmm. hanged up. Mm-hmm. Bernard, the reporting the air we can report to, but are the authorities ready to work with the information given to them? Okay, let's go to the next uh, comment. That one is coming actually from uh, Tokonu. Uh, from Mampobi. From Mampobi. Mm-hmm. This one says, Hello, City. Mm-hmm. About four years ago, a robbery was uh, committed in my area, and the store owner disclosed the identity of the guys who carried out the robbery to the police. They were arrested and released. Hey. In the evening, they came back and attacked the store owner and shot him. He was hop- hospitalized for nine months. The question is, how did they get to know that it was the store owner who disclosed the identity of the police? Uh, to the and wife. this is a true story, Philip. Yeah, from Botiano. From Philip from Botiano. Charlie. Yeah. Why? <laughs> this one says, Good morning, Bernard. Mm. This country, even if you give information to the security agencies, your name will be out there. I was molested in the second in a secondary school or in the secondary school to the point that I collapsed. The senior got sacked. And uh, what I went through in my three years stay in, in that school. school was really really bad green please uh, try and write your uh, longhand not uh, uh, this, this he has a lot to say yeah. the time is not much this one says hello bernard sometimes being a whistleblower can land you in big trouble do you remember a neighbor who chooked <laughs> a fellow neighbor uh, to the ecg for illegal connection yeah the ecg official then went uh and informed this neighbor of what had happened yeah this is this, this happened this happened only not, last month yeah that's right somebody said 
and this was somebody who called into the show that somebody was doing illegal connection mm -hmm. and he went to tell ECG <laughs> and the ECG official one of them told the neighbor that Charlie will on anything on onye. 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 onye onye that's the word onye onye would I mean how does an official do this uh -huh. that's the issue they do it all, oh. all the time oh <laughs> oh it says I mean mini one the wow and that guy be a friend me say wait 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 they do it all the time. This one says, better than cool. Our society frowns on whistleblowing. Examples abound in our politics where government officials who have blown the lid on corruption cases get sacked. Domelevo, Martinamidu, amongst others, readily come to mind. This one is coming in from Benjamin in Shaiman. This one says, hi, Bernard and team. The fact that these young ones will move from high school to the university where they are expected to be even more responsible with very minimal supervision is another matter. This is very yeah. unfortunate. Coming in yeah. from Godfrey, yeah. who is sending in from Tema West. This was a good morning, Bernard. This same secondary school system is the same in the workplace as well. We have a certain supervisor in our department. <laughs> this man can steal anything and everything in the warehouse. He can use company resources to do his personal work. And every one of us in the company... <laughs> Although aware, listen, <laughs> I hope you are listening. It's aware, but we don't report except our money, white managers. But we don't dare report him because we are all protecting no, no, fact, our daily. Let's population. let's let's read this message again. <laughs> this message is very important. Read it again. Okay, so he says mm -hmm. this same secondary school system is the same in the workplace mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. We have a certain supervisor in our department. Mm -hmm. This man can steal anything. And everything in the warehouse. Oh. He can use company resources to do his personal work. And every one of us in the company is aware, except our white managers. But we dare not report him because we are all protecting our daily noble fuel. Why? It's coming in from this man. So is it that when you report him, he will not be punished? No, if you report him, there may be a whole chain would unravel. So maybe but is it benefiting from it? So for for all you know, maybe you too, Bernard, you have been doing something. So let's say they buy ten bales of tiro, tiro, right? And the man just put four there and uh -huh. takes six home. Uh huh. Then you too, maybe his newspaper. Uh, what do you call it? The what do you call it? The printer. Uh, no, but the text didn't say that he is doing wrong. He's saying that mm. they don't want to chuck because they are protecting their noko fuel. Daily is noko fuel. That's what I'm saying. That the, the daily noko fuel could also be. The uh, air force is that he also uses to print oh. all kinds of things for. Is it so, not because maybe he feels like if he reports and, the, sack super, and the supervisor doesn't get sacked, mm -hmm. then now his the supervisor will now victimize him. So if if the so the white men would take action based on the chicken, there's two two things. If you see when you go and report, mm -hmm. they will investigate. Mm -hmm. They will ask other people whether this is happening. If everybody else says we don't know anything about it, mm -hmm. we don't know anything. It's only him who is saying it then it sets you against a supervisor so it's too it's complicated it's a question of will others stand up for the truth when you go and choke mm -hmm. that's question one then will, will the institution investigate it to protect your identity because there are some bosses if you go and tell them charlie Simmons, nathan it is still zero then someone will call bernard and say call nathan okay you told me something last week can you say it again <laughs> if you do that you i won't tell you a lot of things do you understand but if you say okay You've seen Nathan stealing to store a bad example mm. to a uh, Tiro. Mm. How many times? Oh, like six times. Okay. He can then start an investigation. Do you get me? Then he can invite Nathan and then later on 
if Nathan says that it's not true, then later on, if it's possible, they bring a witness. But I think a lot of this, the impetus, the leadership gives. Mm-hmm. But there are also, as I was saying, there mm-hmm. are also many times mm-hmm. where the people are quiet because they also have small economies within, <laughs> which perhaps the supervisor knows about, which they are protecting. But that's, that's, but that's, that's at the higher level. Yeah, but this level is... But a very low level like secondary school. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm just dealing with yeah. the, the comment there. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So it's it's, for instance, in yeah. the in the let's in, in some ministries, departments, and agencies. Yeah. So, the person who forwards the documents to the ultimate boss to sign, also has a way of adding a few zeros, yeah. right? Yeah. Before it gets to the, so like it's like a, it's a, a, a system. It's a system. Everybody's yeah. chopping. Some. Everybody's chopping some. You have created a whole economy around it. Yeah. So you don't expect that someone would be conscientious enough to go and to go and report because the moment you do that when they bring this person down the food chain is the food chain collapses <laughs> but i think in that case leadership you see i think leadership has to create an opportunity for for whistleblowing if they want the organization to do it because you are md of a company if people are stealing tiro in this company and a security and man very- cannot come and tell you because when the person involved is maybe in the newsroom, mm. speaks better English, then you are failed. Because if the person can come and tell you, it means that you won't get the right I mean, information. The, the issue that Sky uh, mm. brings out, uh, you know, you find it in, in bigger institutions. Mm. But I think the stronger force mm. is the culture of conformity. Mm-hmm. People have a psychological need to be accepted. Mm and to belong to, to belong. the community. Mm. And they find some of these things as exceptional conducts that if I report and I don't get the necessary response from the bosses, I'm in trouble. I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person. And the system will deal with you like that. Mm. You know, you made a point about chukas in secondary schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, my time was way ahead of your time. But... What you just said also pertain in my time. If you are a chuka, it's the worst of the it's sins. One of the worst sins yeah. that you and it follows you till you yeah. come out of school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they go show, they go dog you. Mm-hmm. you they, know, they say dog down. Yeah, you are not a brother man. Yeah, yeah. lost kidnapping brother man. You are not, you know, you yeah. are antisocial. Yeah. You are chuka. They're no good crowd. It's like it's like they've <laughs> put a, a chain of this thing on your neck. <laughs> you know, so Chuka thing. I mean, look, look at this at this code thing. Very, very painful. But I, I, I still, and I, I know you've dealt with this thing, but I still have pain in the fact that the victim himself is also being punished. Oh, oh. If they oh. allow the victim to be punished, then the headmaster should be punished. Yeah. The headmaster himself yeah. should be punished. Yeah. One of the yeah. reasons, among others, why this victim would keep to himself is that. He was not assured of safety if he, if he goes to report. Exactly. That's what you were saying. The mm-hmm. prevailing culture in the school instructs him that you are better off keeping quiet. Yeah. And who created the culture? Is it the boy? Who is supervising the culture? Is it the boy? Yeah. The ultimate, the yeah. back stops with the headmaster. Yeah. In a more civilized uh, world, <laughs> in the United Kingdom, this headmaster would have packed his, his bags and gone to so sit at home drinking tea. Re- resigned over this I'm issue. I'm telling you. It's a major scandal. 
So for them to punish that boy, they should record the yeah, boy and yeah. uh, should yeah. go and sit down. And, yeah. uh, somebody hit his head against and you punish him too. Like he didn't and it says that bring the school rules and, and and show us the line that says that if somebody knocks you, you should come and report. Is it written in black and white? Yeah. That's an exceptional case yeah. that has yeah. to be dealt yeah. you like that. Yeah. And the reason I like the attorney general angle. Yeah. And a friend, senior friend of mine sent me a message that it's an overkill. I didn't respond. The point is that it can be an overkill within your lenses. But the signal that it sends the to point. the wider the point. student community that is that you, mean that you cannot <laughs> continue doing a thing like this I'm and telling, get away with it. I'm That's telling all. You, I'm telling you, Sky. He's not going to be given a life sentence. He's no. not going to be. No, no, that's you, not, no, 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 no. you know what I'm saying is that so so something stronger. Send a signal. Every student in every oh, school no. will read that's and know that from it. today going. Yeah. Because Kai, there's nothing more painful as you you are you are at work, minding your business. They yeah. call you that your son that son your son is sick because somebody has beaten him in the care of a school an institution. And a proper institution like Adisadel College, some random character hit his head against, against a bed, a, not a bed, a metal, a metal, a metal bed. bed. You know the metal bed that they use quota to paint. Now they have that black one. The black it's one like, they use quota to paint it's, that it's thing. Dead. So when you hit the quota, it will enter your face. It's very yeah, serious. Man. It's very serious. I mean, it's so the headmaster himself is you come yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this thing, this will call the boy back. Yeah. Yeah, and then there, there are so many other angles to this story around <coughs> the... You know, yesterday, a parent sent a message and said yes. that um, one... They, and this is a different one, not the one I interviewed, that something happened to his son, and then they say, if you don't come for your son, they will kill him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. This was from Accra. Huh? So yeah, this was a text message yeah. that so came that a phone yeah. went missing. Yeah. The son, uh, the, the, I think it was the... So, so the per, the text, per uh -huh. the text message, a phone got missing. Uh -huh. yeah. A certain boy was accused of taking the phone. Wrongfully. Wrongfully. And he was physically assaulted. And it turned out he wasn't even the culprit. And the per the person who sent it, the person is related to this boy in yeah. question. And he said the call she got from the school authorities was that, please come and take your son. From the head, that, the, the you know, if head. you don't come for him, senior, you know, he's going house. to die, and that's but like it's like how you have been entrusted with like, this child. So, so was, Take but, care but, of but hold on, no. hold on. Maybe what Angel is saying, we should listen to him again. He's saying that look, the numbers that we have is, is actually true. impossible to, to manage the school the way it was managed when you were there, and you are a PT, you were a, a global alumni chairman. You can know this, and I blame Ghana Education Service for it. Good. <laughs> there are no the teachers are outnumbered and the rules they apply to discipline appear outmoded because when you listen to Angel Bernard, carefully GES has taken away a lot of the things that we used to do when we were in school mm -hmm. you can't just punish anybody just like that today like it used to be so if you ask check, as, as a senior you house master check the letter that the school wrote and see how many institutions were in copy that should tell you you know? So you mean the headmaster is even doesn't have the power to do anything? You, you can't punish just like that, like before. This is, Angel Angel suggested that in his submission yesterday. And you know it it flows from it flows from a certain thinking that you are abusing someone else's child. Mm -hmm. You see, growing up but again, some else will remember that is... in the community those days. Yeah, let's say some man sees your son. 
misbehaving. Maybe you are not even related. Misbehaving, or he knows you. Mm. Misbehaving in town, he will catch him, lash him properly, send him and to then pull him, bring it to you, <laughs> and, you and I'll thank him and for you lashing. Yeah, you see, you continue from there, and thank him for doing good work. But you see, these days you cannot hey. do that. Hey. Try that. Yeah. For all you know, the the father or the mother at home doesn't even think of even a little pants. Yeah, yeah, but guys, so while I agree with you. Uh-huh. I think there's also a practical issue of numbers. Oh yeah, that's which is there. And yeah, then yeah. you see the other point. A head for me, a headmaster should be able to lash a student because a headmaster is not an ordinary teacher. A headmaster is somebody who has been in the system for at least twenty years. So if some if if you can make somebody head a school mm. and you can't trust them to punish a senior or a student, then what? Yes, that a headmaster is not a, is not head a, angel or even a senior house master. Angel says something, and let me repeat. Ah. He said that in his day, going to eat dining hall was compulsory. Yes, you heard him. In my time too. You think it's the same today? Ah, you they, they can't go to. It is not. Are you lying? All school gatherings are compulsory. I am saying that it is not. Are you sure? Ah, the food, the food is not even enough. So for the headmaster, if you are not going, mm-hmm. it's it all is, the better. It is all the better. So, for so them how now. do they manage because where we are? Go to the schools now. You have spots, eating spots where during during meals time there are others who are a, a bit well to do who have a habit of buying from outside. At dining hall time, I am telling you, la, because the, oh, but, the, but that's serious. the teacher is telling you that Papa, even the food there is not enough. No, but that's serious. Guess what? On the average, how many people is uh, are in the boarding house in Presec? Okay, so the okay, just a good question. Uh, who, who Not is? less than five thousand. Okay, the whole school is five thousand four hundred. Okay, at so every particular time, there are about three thousand students in the school because of the in, out, out, in. Okay, uh, so about three thousand two hundred. Good, probably. In All the right. School. Yes, and they have to cook. And for the borders are borders. Borders are about eighty percent. Yes, they have to cook for three thousand yes. people. Morning, afternoon, evening. Yes. And is enough. No, they can't. It's no, true. I'm they, saying they, that the, they can't. Do, the, the, the headmasters the will not, will not the, admit. The, the food will not be enough. That's why they turn a blind eye to this thing. So missing school gathering is no longer. School. Yes, a lot of these things. But something because in secondary school, one of the ways in which you manage the numbers is school gatherings. So if you are late for service, if you are late for if you are late for any school gathering, or if you are absent You're from a school gathering, because they can even do roll call. So like sometimes when we are in the school and they do the dining hall they can do in fact the worst day for you if they do a roll call in dining hall and you are not there and you don't have a legitimate reason okay so if you are saying that you can't even do roll call these days papa papa the thing has gotten out of hand but i'm saying that gs should review their stance on the discipline to match the needs of the time yes because you see because the numbers we have outgrown ourselves in the numbers some of these bring opportunity to paint a bigger picture of discipline. That this this is how things are done if you want to belong to this school. The numbers are huge. Okay? But we also know that there are certain things that you cannot get away with when you get to certain schools, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. We also know, even within the schools... We know that as for this teacher, you can't mess with him in his class, don't we? Mm-hmm. Charlie, 
So we need to review all these things. So beyond beyond the, the... But having said that, mm -hmm. some of the teachers are clueless. Some of them too are lazy. But what about the point of accommodation for teachers and boarders? Because I went to some school and I saw Sky. Mm -hmm. The whole school has like 15 bungalows. If you have a school of 5,000 people and you have 15 bungalows, it means that maybe... 12 or 13 teachers can be in school at the same time because some of the bungalows are workers. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have 13 teachers with a school of 5,000, what's the ratio? How are you going to manage? How are you going to check what's happening in the dorm? You know, so there's... You know, Angel says something that I think we should really think about. It says the Nagrat, the Nat and Co. want the discussion about free SHS to be taken away from the politicians mm -hmm. because... And they want the government to review it because... No other body can, nobody can touch it. Mm -hmm. Politically, it's become a, a poison chalice. Mm -hmm. So they, the teacher unions, want to talk to this government, mm -hmm. which is implementing the free SHS, to review it themselves. Mm -hmm. Because that's the best chance for it to be saved. Because if another government comes and touches free SHS, it becomes another issue. So, and I'm happy that Thomas Musa, Angel Kabonu, and all these people are coming together to say that. In fact, they said they are using their anniversary mm -hmm. to call for review of free SHS to manage it better. Mm -hmm. Because, again... One of the reasons why we couldn't do anything when you were in the dorm was that Mr. Autry or the, who was my housemaster? Mr. Alote. Mr. Okaya Alote. They can come in at any time. Sometimes they come in the night. You know, sometimes they can just show up at night. Do you get me? If the light is on, light out 9 o'clock. 9.30 is 9.30. If 9.30 the light is still on, Mr. Dompre will call from house 8. House 3, what are people doing? Do you get it? And there was fear. And it will groove you, as they call it. I don't know what the language you use when they lash you. What's the English word for lashing in your time? But they go groove you. No, no, no. Yeah, they go groove. Charlie, it groove arm, it groove arm. You know, but one so now they don't even groove the students. Huh? Can the teacher groove you? No, you can't. It is only oh. in the number of the remote schools. You can't. So they quote who is a senior house master came to my class. Uh -huh. I think two a two. And then he says, um, "Who is the?" Class prefect, you mentioned. Who is the senior on duty? You mentioned. What is this? We are swept and parked the rubbish in front of the class. Tell the groovy. You give that word. You can't do that. Hey, groove down, groove down. Like six glasses. Hot. And everybody sat down. Mr. Kuti. Oh my God. If you have 3,000 students, 3,000 boarders, and you have less than 30 teachers living one campus, one two hundred as i'm i'm dealing with in my swear school oh you have one to a hundred the ratio of teacher one to hundred approximately so every day is a struggle one to a hundred every day is a struggle so even if you want to do counseling how will you do it one to a hundred we're doing a mathematics project and uh, you know i can say this and <clears throat> which which is um we are providing 30 hours 30 hours of mathematics instructions for mm -hmm. those who are preparing for the wasi, wasi. wasi. Mm -hmm. and the number is approximately 1400 of students who are writing yes Quite. so they are ss3 yes 1400 now in total we had 800 students where is the 600 they really don't care they couldn't even come no they didn't show up Oh, and you don't even know where to find them. Yes, yes six hundred yes, students yes. didn't come. Yes, 
And you can't even find them. Yeah, they, are, they are happy somewhere. No, they stole away. Wait, oh. <laughs> By the way, how many math teachers do you have in that school? Um, I don't have the counts, but we what we did was we brought old students to come and help who are math teachers to come in in other secondary schools come and do their clinic, and then we put them together. So while the math teachers in the school do their regular mathematics uh, classes, this was a special math. Saturday, Sunday. This crash course for them. Saturday, Sunday. So every Saturday from twelve noon. Wow. Uh, to wow. four, wow, and then Sunday from six to nine a.m. So this is mass clean for everybody who wants to improve their mass. As the wasi is coming, yes, you are not sure how to address some questions. And so these were volunteers. I mean, people wow. who oh, are, this is something. This is a real thing you're talking about. No, we just finished. We just finished last week. But you didn't tell me. No, but you passed your maths. No, at least Charlie, <laughs> so that I can also go and do it in my school. <laughs> no, it's, it's also not. Hold on, I like it. So, so hold on. So you had eight thousand four hundred students. Yes. Maths exam preparation yes. volunteers come in yes. and they do. Uh, we had seven wow. teachers who are all old students of Swiss. I like that. Who are teachers for weekends? School, Agri Memorial, wow. Um, wow. you know, other schools. Wow. So they all came together. So every Saturday they all recall. because you want the mass number to improve. You yes. want the, the mass grade to do yes. well. But this is amazing. Mm. But since I didn't come, they didn't show up, man. Let's just go and find them. <laughs> Is, is, you see, what I'm saying is that the the thrust that the head teachers had when we were there, they know everybody. They, 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 you know, yeah, 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 yeah. In our time, head teachers will know you. At times, they know I know your father's uh, name and they know your brothers. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you are right. You know? I think so. So that's the other point. So it means that now, now you can pass through the school for three years and nobody knows nobody you. Nobody knows you. That's dangerous. This this Adisco day has brought a bigger issue up. And how we handle it will be very instructive, mm-hmm. and it will serve going forward as guideline for yeah. how we manage these school yeah. communities. It's serious. Let's read a few more comments, guy, and yes. then we we'll wrap this up. Yeah. So this one from Sayam says that uh, during my time in secondary school, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about Keta Senior Secondary School in 2004, mm-hmm. in Form Two, mm-hmm. we had an impromptu test while our teacher briefly stepped up. Mm-hmm. Now, when he returned, he asked if anyone had copied. And I honestly replied that everyone else had copied except me. As mm. a result, I was the only one who passed the test. Okay. Unfortunately, during the night classes where we studied independently, some of the older girls in my class came, bullied me, during which they pulled my lips, oh. pulled my hair, and pulled many parts of my body. True. It took me years for me to move past the experience. And even today, I still struggle with being an introvert and finding new friends. Oh, Charlie. This all happened while I was a student at Keta Secondary School. Oh, my God. This one says that Ohima is my name, listening mm. in Tema. It says, good morning, Bernard. Mm. By the bystanders giving funds as uh, the act was being yeah. committed deserve more serious punishment than the perpetrator. Their yeah. intervention could have averted this whole situation. Yeah. Beyond meeting our punishments, I think we really have to get to the roots. Example, yeah. uh, their behavior over the years and what happens in their homes. Yeah. Yeah. This one says, good morning, city. In Accra, we had people called SIB. Nathan will know that. <laughs> we were like student investigators, but we never knew their identities. Coming. Maybe this was under the Freeman years. Okay. Maybe this was... Oh, Freeman was way... 
way before uh, Nathan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but Freeman, Freeman was a, a solid man, Charlie. Okay. I interviewed him Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Freeman be deadly. Solid <laughs> <guy>. Terror. <laughs> we need headmasters like Freeman. Freeman left and the late Mrs. Loco yes. took charge. You know, you have iconic head teachers yeah. in Accra, yeah, who are famous across the region. Yeah. <laughs> we can be... Even if he has a time he left, oh, yeah. when he showed up yeah. on campus yeah. as an older man, oh. he struck fear <laughs> into <laughs> the hearts. But he was, he was a very lovely, All secondary schools in Accra, the uh, Accra Cup boys, they see Jamal about Freeman. Yeah, they they here. In the world, there is Mr. Segmenti Havo. He also had this, uh, a name among the 30. The man, if you see, he's taller than Samus. He said, you know my hand can cover your face. A <laughs> 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 blessed memory. Uh, Bernard, uh, my childhood friend committed suicide because wow. of saying the truth to his supervisor at fire service training school. Oh. And his friends started victimizing him and he could not take it anymore. Ended his life. He's coming in from favor in Anya. This one says, Bernard, please ask I to help us with this. In some jurisdictions, juveniles are tried as adults depending on the gravity of the offense. Do we have uh, these provisions in Ghana? Yes. Mm. Uh, By the way, if you're a social psychologist listening to me, I want you to help me on what we can do to break this. Yes, this whistle, can. this whistleblower phobia. It's a, it's a combination of groupthink culture mm -hmm. and peer pressure. Mm -hmm. Bernard, let me give you a <laughs> groupthink and peer pressure. Yes. Groupthink where you are all supposed to behave the same way. The same way, even to a fault. And then peer pressure. We have to behave the same way, mm. um, regardless of where it's going to take us. Mm. I think the motivation is we sticking together. Mm -hmm. In in good times, in bad times, mm -hmm. we have to stick together. And so this actually forms the basis of cohesion mm -hmm. in the secondary schools. Mm -hmm. People come as strangers. As time goes on, mm -hmm. they bond. Mm -hmm. As time goes on, they segregate mm -hmm. with the bonding. Mm -hmm. As time goes on, they get closer. Yeah, party and party. then they work towards sticking closer. Mm -hmm. So anything that will stop you from sticking closer, mm -hmm. including what we used to call, what you so the chukas, we used to call lapo, you know lapo. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so when they lapo. name you lapo in lapo. the class, uh, I mean, they will everybody will dog you. They will dog yeah. you with, with in uppercase. They will dog you. Yeah. Even yeah. when when yeah. everybody yeah. is laughing yeah. and you yeah. laugh, yeah. some yeah. everybody will squeeze yeah. their face. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Those But it's we need a solution, and I think that at least admitting that it's a problem in society is good enough. But social psychology, let us know what we need to good do. Good morning, Bernard and team. The yeah. issue with whistleblowing is our society in our society some way. There are people selling and smoking weed in my area. Mm -hmm. When you report them to the police, these same policemen will tell these weed smokers who, <laughs> who came to support to report them. So we don't report so, them so, anymore. So, so the police, what do they want? And our area is gradually becoming on the... So, 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 so police, what do they want? This is from Community they, One. I won't mention your name. Are the re a reflection... <laughs> A reflection of the society that we are all part of, but not all police. Not the, no, no, I'm saying that the police as an institution, yeah. they are a reflection of ah, who we are. What try. has the police done so wrong mm. that you don't find in the church? Chuki. Chuki. In the church, Charlie, they <laughs> but they should. They, they do that. The choking, they, they do that. Go to church. They, Associate pastors are choking other people. <laughs> Associate. No, no, you mean they are. 
they are what do you mean they are cho- we are talking about they choking. Are choking choking to the pastor no the, but, the, but we are saying choking the, is good eh no don't forget that this premise is that choking is not a bad thing some some too no good <laughs> no no what i say is some that be a no, so, some be a no, in this in this police system we are saying that you've gone to tell the police yes he's going to whistle blue and then the police has gone behind your back no what i'm saying is that to now tell the person that the ills, no? yes. we find them in all facets of our society. <laughs> I agree with you. Let's read a few more comments. This one then. says, "Good, uh, okay, go up, please. Yes. Um, so, yes, uh, I won't mention the name of that, the previous yes. uh, text. This one says, a security man lost his job just because he saw a worker extorting money from clients and reported the issue to the manager of the facility. The manager ended up calling the worker and telling him to be careful of the security man <laughs> mm. <laughs> because he came back biting and has come to... I have an interesting text here that I'll use to end. Can you imagine? This person says, Bernard, the phenomenon of being stigmatized for blowing the whistle on crime is engraved in our culture and behavior. In some jurisdictions, they've mm. dealt with it by punishing witnesses of crime who refuse to report. Yeah, so this is there are similar there are similar laws in Ghana but not enforced. In the UK and the US, mm. when a crime is committed, investigations start with people around the site of the crime and neighbors. So, their informants usually develop a career in blowing the whistle, and most often have an interest in the matter. The whistleblower is fighting wrongdoing. So, I I, I think it's an interesting angle that. If the law says you've seen something, like this, see something, say something, mm-hmm. you are enjoined as a citizen to say. Mm-hmm. Do you know that our constitution has a provision on what the duties of a citizen are? Mm-hmm. Do things like that. But you see, it is different writing something in a book, mm-hmm. which is the basic law of the land. Mm-hmm. It is another thing altogether. Enforcing it. Enforcing it. Mm. And then it is another thing altogether. Society coalescing against a certain culture that says that sacrifice mm-hmm. is wrong or choking is wrong. Mm. And therefore, if you are seen to be within the brotherhood mm. and you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you are identified <laughs> as always snitching, Charlie, either they will put you down or they will maroon you. All right. Eleven minutes past nine, and, and I really want to thank listeners for your contributions, particularly on topics that put the the the, the spotlight on ourselves. And I am yes, I really meeting yes, I 
if I if you have any article or any suggestions about how to change this very toxic culture of victimizing whistleblowers, I really want I'm interested in it because at the for most topics we discuss, Nathan, when I push the topic to its limits, I see a behavioral component. I see a behavioral component. So if you are a social psychologist or somebody who's listening who has some insights into how we can break this very toxic mindset of people who whistleblow are chukes and therefore they are bad people, please let us know. When we come back, we'll be talking about GT Bank's autism workshop and consultation and why it's an important part of their... Is it now ESG or CSR? We don't even know which is which now. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. <laughs> Quarter past nine, City Breakfast Show, GT Bank. What's your what's your logo self? What's your tagline? GT Bank. Wouldn't you rather bank, bank with, with us? us? I like that. And I have in studio Harriet Ochre, who is a communication and engagement lead at GT Bank. Harriet, welcome to the show. Thank you. And Agnes Ousu Afram is the divisional head for corporate comms and customer experience. Harriet, Agnes, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank so uh, let's let's talk about your autism uh, thing. I hear you did uh, autism consultation, and uh, what was it like? And what was your experience? Maybe as a starting point. Thank you for having us. Mm. Good morning. morning. Good morning to your listeners. Good morning, everyone. Mm. Yes, as part of our corporate social responsibility at mm. the bank, mm. last year was the first time we started this initiative. Mm-hmm. Our mother company has done this for 12 years. Okay. But the first time in Ghana, consultation was to have medical doctors, therapists, consultants come mm. to Ghana from different countries and Ghanaian ones as well, mm-hmm. interact with parents, with children with special needs. Where special needs here, we look at children who aren't necessarily able to do the things we measure the growth of children with. So they came, met them one-on-one, like a hospital clinic-like setting, and we did that for five days. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. It was a success, I must say. At some point, parents and um, caregivers, teachers, they came in with the various um, children. We did the playground for them. The doctors, mm-hmm. different, <clears throat> different types of doctors did that. Mm-hmm. Um, the joy for us was the fact that Ghanaians accepted it. Because autism, at the time that we started, we weren't really sure whether mm. people really would want to come. But they did. We mm. say it was a successful event. So the feedback was good. It was Parents good. were happy with what happened. Yes. So that means you're going to do it again. Yes. So yes. Uh, is there another one this year? Uh, you call it a workshop and consultation. Yes. Is there another one this year? Where will it be held? What time? What are the details? Good. This year we are doing it again. Mm. It's bigger. Last year was just the one-on-one consultation. This year, we are doing a workshop. Mm. So one of the feedback we received was parents and caregivers Mm. want to know what to do to manage such children. 
I mean, when I remember growing up, we had people in our classes who we said would not never sit down for long. They always jump in classes. They're only happy when the soccer time, and they are the last in class. You know, they are they were they were they were mates with special needs. At the time, we didn't have we a didn't name. Understand we didn't what, understand what's what happening. Today's parents, we have them leave their children with house helps, with grandmothers and all that, and end up beating them because they won't cooperate. So they said, how do we manage them? So here we are doing the workshop to bring together these caregivers, teachers, parents as well, all the grandparents, everyone, come and listen to how you can manage such a child. And so it's a classroom kind of training we are doing for the first day. Wow. And then okay, the rest of the days, yes, we do the one-on-one -on -one consultation as well to know where the child lies. Is mm. it that bad? Is it good? What can you do? Mm. So you meet all these therapists. We are doing this on the 1st of August. Wow. 1st of August at the University of Professional Studies in Accra. And then on the 2nd to that Saturday will be the one-on-one -on -one consultation. For each of the days is 9 a.m. to mm. 5 p.m. Mm. But the workshop is for everyone. But for the consultation, is the focus is on the children, or the focus is on those uh, parents who have. So you've obviously kids. noticed a gap in the caregiving space. Yes. When it comes to special needs kids, and you are. So why are you doing this? I mean, there's so many things you can do. You can plant trees. You can, <laughs> I don't know, paint houses or whatever. You've chosen what a lot of people consider to be a very, and again, this could be you know, a small area. It's not something we report on a lot. So why is GT Bank, of all the things you could do, autism consultation, autism, autism workshop, why, why is that your choice? Yeah. The bank has focused on education and health in the past. Mm -hmm. So once you're in that space, you get to narrow into the mm. things that matter, for mm. lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. Now, autism, I won't call it one of those ailments. We've done donations to all these uh, cancer units and all. But it's something you can't necessarily call a disease or a sickness, but it's an area of interest in terms of health. I'm told, I'm not an expert in it, but I'm mm -hmm. told it has to do with the brain. Mm -hmm. It has to do with development. Mm -hmm. It has to do with the person. Mm -hmm. Therefore, it can easily fall under health. Okay. So it's an area that the bank now is showing interest in, in that once you invest in education, you begin to wonder why is that investment not necessarily giving you what you want? And this investment was in the children. So who are these children with these special needs? Can we, in our spirits of health concern, move into that life? So the combination of health and education is what got us to focus on autism as an area of interest. And is this for your customers or this could be for the general public? It's for everyone. Mm -hmm. Autism is a big concern for all of us. Customers cry limiting. It's for every single person in and around Ghana that will be able to attend these two events, the workshop and consultation. It's for everyone. What are some of the specific services that will be offered to participants this year? <clears throat> Great. So for this year, we have a number of consultants and therapists. Mm -hmm. So when I say uh, consultants, we have those who have been trained in um, psychology, special needs, therapy, where they talk about cognitive skills, mm -hmm. motor skills. Mm -hmm. These are a number of categories for our entire development. Mm -hmm. So they have the technical words for it. But in the explanation, you can see children. Why are children not able to sit for two minutes? Mm. Why are they doing things repetitively? They want to hit the drum and that's all they want to do. Why are they not able to do potty at the age of three? Mm. Why can't they eat on their own at the age of four? 
Why is this child always running to the corner when you turn on the light? These are people skilled in these areas mm. to do this uh, consultation. Once they identify where exactly you sit on what they call a spectrum, then management or a solution is found for you. Wow. Every child is unique and should be treated as such. So it's a spectrum. It's not yes. like a specific set of behaviors. So there are some which could be very mild and yes. then there are some which could be, I, I see. Extreme. Now this thing, is it for parents too? Or just train? Because you mentioned you use the word caregivers yes. and then you use, so can a parent on their own just say, look, I want to just be part of this? Or you have to be a teacher or some Sunday school teacher. We need the parents more, Bernard. So parents need, can come in. We need them more. Okay. Actually, the doctors <clears throat> advise that because mm -hmm. at the point of intake, details are taken right from the time of conception, mm -hmm. the time of all the antenatal care and all the medications mm -hmm. you took. We mm -hmm. take all those details before you finally mm -hmm. are assigned a consultant to start the process. Mm -hmm. So we need parents. Mm -hmm. We need parents. I mentioned caregivers because I can even put parents under caregivers. So it's a broader... Exactly. Huh? So. But after these children are born, you get to see some of these things mm -hmm. at the development ages of, let's say, from nine months... 18 months and at that time parents will probably have gone back to work mm. and these children have been left in the care so this is the time that the, the parents are not observing yes and that's where yes. they so i is it that when they don't see the signs early mm -hmm. they won't be able to implement the solutions and then the thing can actually then degenerate perfect okay perfect and you will assume mm. a certain measure for this child Mm. You will think this child should be able to do this. Mm -hmm. For all you know, instead of using the chalk to write one plus one is two, you might have to use the counters we used to use. You might have to use the broomsticks. So if you get to study, you'll be able to identify which other mm. way the child will still get one plus one as two. Not necessarily doing what we do traditionally in our classrooms. So if somebody wants to take part <clears throat> in the workshop, which is on 1st August, yes. what do they have to do? We advise, mm -hmm. we advise that you register mm -hmm. on our website. Mm -hmm. That is www.gtbghana.com. Mm -hmm. You select either workshop or consultation, All right. whichever one you want to attend. Mm -hmm. uh, or you can also call us on our toll-free number 800 124 We can register on your behalf or you can call us for any of the days available for you to come for your consultation. Can you but, repeat the number and the website address? Good. Our website is www.gtbghana. Gtbghana. All one word. Gtbghana.com. Com. Okay. Yes. And then the once you number. click, it will take you straight. Mm -hmm. It's on the homepage. Okay. You see autism consultation and workshop. Mm -hmm. Click on it. Just three or four columns you complete mm -hmm. and then you are registered. Good. If you aren't able to do that now, you can also call us mm -hmm. on our toll-free mm -hmm. or network, 0800-124-000. 0800-124-000. Yes, please. All right. And is that the same number for inquiries? Yes, please. So the number for registration is the same as the number for inquiries. Yes. And this is on the 1st of August. Yes, please. Whole day? Whole day okay. for the workshop. All right. And then from the 2nd to the Saturday. Yes, I'm told there's a holiday on Friday. We'll still be there. On weekend, Saturday will still be there. That is the one on one. So it's first, second, third, fourth, all the way. Yes, please. Wonderful venue. University of Professional Studies, Great. Accra. Wonderful. Yes. And this is the G so we see GT team. If how we know we are the right place, will you be wearing orange? Will be everywhere. Every, every, yeah. orange, okay. <laughs> black and orange sometimes. Yes. Black. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, we've been talking to Agnes Usu Afram who's a divisional head for corporate communications and customer experience at GT Bank.
with moral support from Harriet <laughs> Otsri, <laughs> who was there communicating again. Yeah, because you are just you are giving us fans. <laughs> Harriet, it's good to see you. Thank you for coming. Thank Agnes, thank you as well. So it's 9.30, City Breakfast Show. Thank you so much for your comments on the behavioral part. I got an interesting comment today where some of the uh, listeners, Nathan, wanted me to link the discussion to the whistleblower law. But I felt that it would be a, lo- a, a little heavy mm. to do that today because it's the necessary attention. So today, let's talk about behavior. Let's talk about culture, mindsets. We, we can do the legal discourse later yeah, on, you know, because the law is important as well because the law can also shape behavior. But I feel like something that's happening in our homes, in our schools, in our churches, in our companies is more cultural. Yes, I think than, so. It's and legal. it's and we all admit that in Ghana, whistleblowers are not heroes. Yeah, and a nation you can tell a lot about a nation by who it celebrates. So if we don't celebrate whistleblowers, mm. it means that we don't value the truth. No, we don't. 
So even oh. though we claim we want the truth, we don't really we don't want to deal with the truth. And if we don't change that discussion, we will not we will not do well. So uh, thank you, Doc, for sending me the 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 whistleblower law angle. But I will deal with that on a different day. All right, we'll do a couple of quick announcements, and I'll be doing mm. an interview around a big event, the sixth TV Dunker Memorial Lecture, happening at the British Council uh, Hall tomorrow the 27th we'll be speaking about that a nation in search of identity very similar to what we are discussing today yep um, if you are trying to get some education heritage mm-hmm. christian college is a university set up to provide the missing link in tertiary education they are someone behind the olympic stadium accredited by gtech and they are affiliated to knust they have a wide array of programs tailor-made just for you. Get in touch with them on 0202-298-399 or 0547-777731 or visit their website hcuc.edu.gh Heritage Christian College, Investi Training Compassionate Entrepreneurial Leaders. Now, if you are looking for water for whatever reason, be it for your home, office or that special occasion, talk to Standard Water. They have 25 years of experience in providing water. Call them on 0202-05570 or 0547-334385 and this ad is FDA approved. If you are trying to get a great insurance partner, Old Mutual should be the name on your mind. They are 10 years. You can join them to celebrate a decade of greatness. Here are some of the big things they've done. They were the first to introduce WhatsApp insurance. They have an annuity package and they are Claims payment policy so prompt they've processed so many claims in the last 10 years. Call them on 0501-579-204. Visit oldmutual.com.gh for more info. Old Mutual do great things every day. All right, so the uh, Ghana Fellowship of Evangelical Students, GAFES, is organizing the Sith TB Duncan Memorial Lecture and Mission Fund 2023 on the theme a nation in search of identity, purpose, and prosperity, the role of the church. And to talk about that, I have in the studio the National Director for GAFES, Isaac Newton, Isaac Mensah Newton, and the Chairman of the TB Duncan Memorial Lecture and Mission Fund Planning Committee, Reverend Emmanuel Maulia Hlija, to talk about this event. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. It is good to see you. Uh, Reverend Ahlija, you are looking very interesting. <laughs> yeah, looking, very interesting. Yes, yes it's like, yeah. are you, have you gone Rasta? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm breaking a culture. Okay, <laughs> we are breaking a culture. I'm breaking a culture in, in the church, in the evangelical circles. Oh, tell me about that. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes we, we, we have a, a stereotype. Against people of a certain look. Yes, and we think no, this one don't belong. Yeah. So when you, when you break that trend, and they know you belong, but yeah, you know. Oh, it's, it's, I get it. It it it, it, it speaks, uh, um, to people who think yeah unconsciously that certain people you need to dress certain way before you, you can belong enter to a church to belong. Particularly people with dreads and long hair. Yeah. So yeah. usually when yeah. people they say bevu. <laughs> when, yeah. you, when you have long hair, so you you the you, know, you the preacher is wearing the long hair sometimes, sometimes to show that you can. Sometimes I tell people it's a reflection of your heart. Mm, you the accuser. Yeah, it's a reflection of your heart. Yeah, yeah. Our hearts are all you know, person person. Yeah. So when you see someone's own, yeah. So no, no, no. I don't want to say this. So we should stop um, stigmatizing people with long hair. Of course. Particularly the males. Who have their hair dreads, natural hair? They don't. They braid it or they leave it. 
It has nothing to do with the heart. Yeah, it's it just has the hair. Nothing to do with the heart. Mm. If it does, mm. the person will cut it off. That's a radical. And I like what you're saying because we are just talking about standing out, because it's not a popular position to take. Yeah. Because there are lots of people who say, look, you know. Rasta, Achimota's Rasta boy. I took, I took an unpopular. I, 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 I thought the Achimota should allow the boy to go to school, mm. and I did an editorial on it. And I, I'm sure there are some people who are not happy with me. It's like, oh, yeah, ah, yeah, how yeah. can, how can yeah. you, know, you talk like this? Sometimes people ask me, so what are you teaching the young ones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As if to say, the hair is what reflects yeah, what right, is in the heart. Right. Meanwhile, the person can have short hair but have a bad heart. Yeah, he's right. lying. He's doing yeah. all the bad things. Exactly. You know, so it's funny, and I think this is a good intro. So we're talking about TB Dankwa mission, a memorial lecture. Who is TB Dankwa? Oh, no, okay, yeah. First, let's have Gafes first. Who is Gafes? And then we come to TB Dankwa. So who is Gafes? All right. So Bernard, uh, good morning once again, and uh, good morning to your cherished uh, listeners. So Gafes is basically um, uh, when I talk of Gafes, we are talking of people, and people we mean students, uh, associate staff. Mm-hmm. and friends of Gaffers with a commitment to reaching the universities with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, when you pick the acronym G-H-A-F-E-S, so mm-hmm. the first three letters, G-H-A stands for Ghana, which means basically we are a national movement. Mm-hmm. So as we speak, we have 52 campus fellowships mm-hmm. spread across the length and breadth of our country. Mm-hmm. So that is for the first letter, that's the G-H-A. Then the next uh, letter is the F in the acronym, GAFES, the F, which means fellowship. Mm. And by fellowship, what we mean is that we are believers from different church backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So we have people from Pentecost, people from the Anglican, from the PLP, and all other mm-hmm. groups who come together to form GAFES. And interestingly, Bernard, when you go to heaven, certainly you will not find... Uh, <laughs> the Baptist Church or the Presbyterian Church will mm. find believers mm. of Christ. Mm. So Gaffers really depicts that that which we are all looking forward to. I see. Then the next letter, which is the E, stands for evangelical, and by that what we mean is that we believe that salvation is only by grace alone, through faith in Christ alone. Mm. But also we believe that the Scripture or the Bible is the final authority in all matters of faith and conduct. Mm. And then the last letter in the acronym GAFES is the S, which stands for students. And by that, what we mean is that we are a ministry that focuses on students. In fact, we actually focus on students reaching students. So that's that's, that's simply uh, what, what GAFES really stands. All right, so then what about the TB Dankwa Memorial Lecture? Who is TB Dankwa and why is there a lecture named after him? Yeah, okay. Thank you, Bernard. Yeah. Um, TB Dankwa is a leader, a Christian leader mm. who cared, mm. a Christian leader who, who was very competent, a Christian leader of character. Mm. And uh, we, um, most of the things we see today in the church, they initiated it. And we believe his legacy must be immortalized, mm. his past. A year ago and what he has done for the church and for the evangelical movement when we talk about evangelical movement you know it's 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 made up of many tribes pentecostals charismatics uh protestants you know but all, all we are all anyone that believes that uh the scriptures is the final authority in all matters of faith and conduct mm-hmm. that 
salvation is through faith in Christ Jesus. And it's true by grace, you are an evangelical. So we have all the traps. And these are the people who have shaped what we see today. And we believe that there's a need for us to hoist some of these models of leadership mm. for our nation to see. We need to celebrate people who are selfless and who have been able to impact a generation. Mm. So TB Dankwa stands for that. He was a student leader in his days in the 60s, the 60s, and then decided or was called to come and you know, handle a new movement that is Ghana Inter-University Christian Fellowship, which later on became Gaffers. Or when you hear the word Krifi, Christian Fellowship, that's where it comes from. Mm. Yeah, and shaped the life of students. And you have a number of them in, in, in leadership. Some have retired. Mm. And he has made so much impression on them. And TB is an influencer. Mm. He influences people. He doesn't, he doesn't control um, if uh, Jesus' word of being sought, mm. he is. You could feel his presence, mm. but not domineering. And it's made impact in Gaffers, not only there, he was went on to the uh, continental level mm. to, 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 to impact students. Mm. And of course, globally too, he did the same. So we felt for what he has done to establish Gaffers, Mm. There's a need for us to immortalize his legacy. Which is why the memorial lecture is one of yes, the things which is one of, well, it's one of them. I and see. we decided that during these lectures, we will pick something that is pertinent to the nation. Okay. And with a Christian spin. Mm. Because we believe that we have a say in this country as well as Christians. Mm. And there's a need if there's anyway we can shape the nation then we must bring our convictions and our faith to bear so that gave rise to all right so what's your theme for the lecture and who what are the details okay so for the for this year's lecture um which actually will be the sixth since its inception mm. um is a nation in search of identity purpose and prosperity the role of the church all right and interestingly uh, by god's way we have the former peace council uh, chairperson and the former uh, uh, presiding bishop of the Methodist Church, mm -hmm. Reverend Professor Emmanuel Asante, um, okay. coming to be the main speaker Wonderful. on this subject. Mm. And we have um, Professor Kobina Intete, uh, a gynecologist at uh, Kolebu, who has also agreed to come and chair the event. Mm. Yeah, so. Wonderful. Yeah. So, when is this happening and who, who can come? What right. are the details? So we are having it going tomorrow, Thursday, twenty mm. seventh of July, mm -hmm. at six p.m. Uh, we are having it at the British Council Hall. And um, in terms of those who can come, it's actually open, open to the church. Mm. Uh, of course, first and foremost to Gaffer's associates, mm -hmm. to students, to the church in general, and to even the general public. Mm -hmm. So everyone is actually invited. Actually, mm -hmm. Can you talk a bit about the topic and what uh, the, the theme is trying to portray? You, you know, uh, uh, after 66 years of uh, independence and 30 years into the Fourth Republic, mm. we tend to wonder, <laughs> where are we going? Mm. Um, sometimes we want to ask ourselves, are we a people of 
ethnocentric groups coexisting or we are Ghanaians? <laughs> what defines us? Is it our tribes, our political lineage, sometimes even our church. Where does Ghana come? Is it first? Are we building a nation? How do we do that? What is our identity? Mm. Uh, apart from the fact that we are born of Ghanaian parents, what, what identity do we have? What are we trying to cast for ourselves? Mm -hmm. What is the direction we want this nation to go? Mm. And these are questions we are asking. And what is the role of the church? Mm -hmm. uh, whether institutional church or we as individual Christians, mm. what is our role in shaping this country? So we are not talking to the politicians. We are talking to the Christians in politics, in the media, in education. What can we do? All the areas, we are in all the facets of this country. How do we play a role to make this country, uh, we call Ghana first, mm. instead of tribe first, or party first, or church first, Mm. How do we do this? Mm. So this this are issues that we, conversation we want to raise. I mm. would trust that it will it will boomerang into certain areas. I will keep on talking. I know we are still speaking. There is an opportunity mm -hmm. for us to still think of how do we make this country first in everything we do. Wow. Um, do people have to register for this event, or they can just show up? How does it work? No, I mean you don't need to sign up to anything. All you do is to show up. I mean we'll be glad to have, I mean to to know those who are coming, mm -hmm. so that it it will help with planning. Mm -hmm. But in case people are not able to do so, people can just walk in. So it's tomorrow, so the twenty seventh, six p.m. Six p.m. What's the venue? Council. British Council. Yes. Amazing stuff. And uh, yeah. is that all that's happening? Is it just a lecture or other stuff? something else happening? Yeah, we, we are establishing a, a one million Ghana cities endowment fund okay. for missions. Okay. Um, um, when we talk about missions in the, in, the, in the secular term, we are talking about young people giving back mm. to the society, both spiritual and social. And all in all other areas. That, that's what mission is all about. That's what mm. we are looking at. Mm. So we are raising this money, uh, this endowment fund, to promote that. Mm. Um, we have raised six hundred thousand so far, and we are trusting God to end it all up with another four hundred to to match, mm. uh, so that our young people <clears throat> can be. We will continue challenging them to volunteer. Mm. to make this nation a better place and bring the kingdom of God to bear. Wonderful. So yeah. if you're listening, it's happening tomorrow the 27th at the British Council Auditorium in Accra, a public lecture on the theme, A Nation in Search of Identity, Purpose, and Prosperity, the Role of the Church, a lecture to be delivered by Most Reverend Professor Emmanuel Asante, former Peace Council Chair, presiding bishop, former presiding bishop of Methodist Church, in Ghana, Chairperson Professor Kobnan Cheche, who is a former Gaffer's Board Chair and an Ops and Gaini Specialist. And I've been speaking to Reverend Manuel Alija, who is the Chairman of the Planning Committee, and Isaac Mensah Newton, National Director of Gaffer's, the Ghana Fellowship of Evangelical Students. So make a date with them tomorrow at British Council. As they say, come one, come all. Thank you, gentlemen. Come and as well. Wonderful. You. This is the City Breakfast Show.
the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Many dance on Nina New. Aye, Ankasa don't, Namidon woo. Naeba no saying, no queen, Namini. A drubani Naminumana, and I say, Minkosha Kungfu. So be the one, Jaina Wukikano Naminti. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. City Breakfast Show. Thank you for all your comments. Thank you for uh, placing the uh, the mirror on ourselves as we try and resolve. Maybe one day I should do a show on the top five grievous Ghanaian behaviors we must fight against. And I think certainly this chicken thing is one of them. This nailing of whistleblowers will be one. I don't know what the other four will be, but that's not for today. But I think that there should be conversations about our behavior. That once you are aware that this is our tendency, we can fix it. You know, that's a very important part of the discussion. So every time we discuss the development, the economy, the law, we should talk about behavior patterns, our mindsets. You know, it's very, very important. So I thank all of you for sending those rich comments, very difficult different dimensions of the topic so many rich comments and people are sharing their own experience mm -hmm. of trying to whistle blow and what has happened so i, I think it's a very important era but there's a, a breaking story as well or a new development in an old case so sky this national cathedral matter mm -hmm. i think there was this tussle between 
who the MP for uh, North Town. Yeah, Honorable Samuel Okujetua Blackwa. And, and then, then also Reverend Kusim Wating and a number of others. You know so what was the matter? So he took uh, this matter, an arm of this matter before the Shiraj. Yes. Uh, which has to do with uh, matters of abuse of office, uh, mm-hmm. to the extent that public uh, resources are involved and, and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, during the, the, the initial stages of the matter, a number of the uh, respondents, so you had the first, the third, and seventh respondents uh, in this case, including Reverend Kusi Boating, um, you know, they've raised preliminary legal objection to the jurisdiction of, of the Shiraj. You know, Shiraj is a, co- a creation of the Constitution, and um, their mandate is clearly defined by the Constitution. Now, mm-hmm. um, the respondents who were raising preliminary legal objection uh, to a large extent took the view that Shiraj was not properly the institution to look into this particular matter. Uh, mm-hmm. because it was not a matter within their domain. Now, they have released a ruling, which ruling effectively dismissed the preliminary legal objection, and they have proceeded to say that they will now go into the matter mm. substantively. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that we're told that some public resources were transferred into the national accounts of the, um, what do you call it, the institution handling the National Cathedral okay. Project, mm-hmm. and the Honorable Kujero Blackwell has been doing some work mm-hmm. on this area. So uh, what has been judged what what is that what so is the, this is a ruling by the yeah trudge. yeah so rulings are normally uh, decisions made during the pending mm-hmm. dependency of a case mm-hmm. judgments with are uh, final yeah the final so, judgment but you know they don't because they are not strictly speaking a judicial authority mm-hmm. they don't do judgments mm-hmm. uh-huh. so let me just read the concluding mm-hmm. um what do you call it uh, pages of this particular document so mm-hmm. it says competency of the commission to investigate board of national cathedral Mm -hmm. now as already articulated above the commission has made uh, has the mandate to investigate all instances of alleged or suspected acts of corruption Mm -hmm. and the misappropriation of public monies by officials pursuant to article 218a and Mm -hmm. e of the 1992 constitution and section 7 uh, subsection 1 and subsection a Mm -hmm. and um, f of the act of uh, 456 now the third respondent which is the national cathedral board acting per its chairman uh, Apostle Professor Opukunina did not challenge the jurisdiction of the commission in this respect. Mm-hmm. The objection to the jurisdiction has rather been raised, interestingly, by counsel for the fourth and seven respondents. Mm-hmm. According to counsel, a board of an artificial entity is not clothed with the legal authority or capacity to sue or be sued, and by extension cannot be subjected to any legal proceedings. Counsel for complainant. Uh, as indicated, disagreed with this uh, view and contended that the Commission's constitutional and statutory mandate relates to areas and or subject matter and not entitles uh, entities and further that the concept of legal persona is relevant only for purposes of court proceedings. Mm-hmm. Now, the letter joint point of the complainant's contention is the much preferred approach as an investigative body taxed with the duty to unravel the truth in any given situation, the rules of court do not apply stricto sensu to the activities of the commission. In Why all you are taking that things long? So the question is, <laughs> guy, the man took the thing to Shash, yeah. and the people said Shash okay, is not so the right me, place. Uh, let me just explain. What is the judgment? Uh, what, okay. is the, what is the, the ruling? So the, 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 the gravity of the submission of those raising the legal objection was mm-hmm. that a board... Mm-hmm is an artificial institution mm-hmm. populated by human beings mm-hmm. and 
the board cannot be sued in their view mm-hmm. and be sued. Okay. And to that extent, an action cannot be brought to Shraj. Against the board. Uh-huh. And therefore, in their view, Shraj was not properly constituted. To hear the matter. Right. I did not have what the What did the people think? Shraj says that, look, they disagree mm-hmm. and that they have the authority mm-hmm. and the jurisdiction to Wonderful. investigate the matter. So they are now going and to the substantive would, yeah, matter. Right. So, so, they this was, so this was a preliminary objection yeah, which yeah. has been overruled. So now the way is clear for the full matter to be heard. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I think it's great. So we'll keep our eye on this. And Shraj is working pretty quickly because this thing, I think it's a month. So things are moving fast as well. Mm-hmm. But there's a comment for you, Sky. Uh-huh. They say, ah, Richie Sky, you have worried me <laughs> with the reading of the juvenile law. Mm. I think the law has to be revised. Even a 10-year-old can understand the difference between right and wrong. People you know, <laughs> don't have you that thing. Bernard, if by law his picture can't be published in our newspapers, it should be published on all walls and notice busting on secondary schools. No, you can't. <laughs> this publication should include his punishment and his parents should be made to take care of the medical expenses of the victim. No, you can't. Ben, I remember vividly our time in Cape Coast, our assistant headmaster on receiving a case related to bullying. Sharp, he will go and lock the perpetrator in cells. It brought some sanity among the seniors. Yeah, the GES needs to change the rules to make authorities have more power. Making an example will soon wash away. Now, bullies will just bully and make sure there are no cameras. Evidence makes conversation. Ama in Tamale says, I think our children are ignorant of the law in GS makes it look like it's only teachers that are bound by law and students are free to do whatever they want. We are now defending our salary. Parents should train their children before bringing them to us. We are facilitators, not trainers. I think that's an important point. I think the power and authority taken away from GES teachers should be given back to them to reduce this atrocious situation. Uh, this is Kojo Adai from Agnishiringa. No, Bernard, I agree with you 100% because it would be rare to have a video, this graphic come into circulation ever again, simply because phones are not allowed on campus. Good morning, team. I have not watched the bullying video. The coverage, it's getting enough. It's enough to know it was extreme. However, if all I'm hearing is protecting the identity of the perpetrator for fear of damage in the future, what about his victim? What's happening in our society? MZP from Domi. More comments. Bernard, great work. Very important subject for discussion. Society now plays premium, places this premium on academic achievement and does not value moral uprightness. What has been your cry year round about our leaders who have not graduated from top global universities? Is it not lack of good morals? Let's give... Let GS give power back to her teachers, housemasters, and teachers. Let's have our PTAs at work. Let's stop crying, copying the West blindly. Well done, guys. Charlie Groovo. Charlie, pl- play Groovy. Oh, groovy for me. Groove, groove, groove. They go groove you. Yeah. What school did you go to? Fantaman Girls. Did they used to groove you? No. Uh, girls, yeah, girls yeah. no, it wasn't like that. But boys good, they don't groove you. Oh, they don't groove you. Oh, they don't groove you. Surprisingly, they are our boys. So, at this school, they are our boys. <laughs> you are not, you are not disowning them. No. <laughs> uh, boys, they have to discipline. Yeah, them. Charlie Scott. Uh, the, the message now, the one the, the teacher said that yeah. Yeah, they are, tra- you know, facilitators. Yeah, they are not, they are the parents not, should do their best. Yes, you know. Charlie, groom the children. Groom them. I know somebody <laughs> saying that I was in the UK. Or yeah. Yeah. We built a special yeah. booth. You know when they hear that you are beating your child, they will come and arrest you. Probably take the child to social work. Soundproof. <laughs> so it's made it soundproof. So when you miss you, we go and put you there. Deal with you. <laughs> so they forgroove them. That's the conclusion of the matter. They forgroove the kiddies so that they will stop fooling. <laughs> The form three boys in particular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good morning to all. Let me say good morning to my friend Clifford Colley. 
uh, of uh, the Lejokuku constituency. Happy birthday to you, Clifford. Clifford Matekoli. Well, that's all we have time for for today's edition of the show. Uh, thank you for listening.